Wake up. Wake up. You ready to get funky? Laughing is what you're saying. I get it. I get it, bro. I got you, bro. I got you. Write that down. Steve, got it. Light yep. noise. It makes me giggle. That's what it's about. <laughs> See? It's kind of fun. It is kind of fun. It's like last night. My neighbor Norm and I were having a little bro time. Like, uh, yeah. we were socially, whatever. You know what I'm saying? We were sitting on yeah. my bed. It's not like he's in my lap. So we were uh, <laughs> sitting in the backyard. I kind of wish he was. Like, we yeah. weren't tipping it heavy. We we're just having a beverage. Long day, mm-hmm. discussing plumbing and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, Barrett the dog is sitting there with us, hanging out with the yeah. bro time. Yeah. And uh, Barrett uh, would hear, like, you know, anytime he hears the neighbors and the neighbor's dog or whatever, he wants to go hang out with them. But he knows, you know, so he'll right. go examine a little bit. At Which means he point, wants to go eat them. Yeah, he does want to eat the neighbor's dog. Yeah. Uh-huh. So he at one point was sitting, uh, laying on the deck next to us, and he was and he heard other noises, and he and he's laying down on his side, and you hear, <laughs> and I'm like, what is he saying to himself? Like he wasn't sleeping, so he wasn't having a dream. But then he went into our little landscaped area, and hid behind some bushes so he could see Eric the neighbor dog, neighbor's dog, Huckleberry. Uh-huh. Around the side of our house, it was the way I've never seen him do it. It was really he was like hiding behind the bush, and he wasn't Aww. sitting. He was like laying down, watching, like for twenty stalking. minutes. Yeah, stalking, if you will. I'll uh, <laughs> maybe we post Fair a photo. It. I don't know. I'll send you guys the photo. I thought it was really cute. I took a picture because I'm weird. No. I am that weird dude. In general, I get it. Uh, we yeah, sat out back really last fun. night too, and we watched Baby Bunnies. And ducks and squirrels. They're all sort of, it was like a little zoo again in our backyard. See that? Little baby it, bunnies it, all running around. <laughs> so cute. It oh is gosh. fun, isn't it? Just to chill yes. out and uh, watch the nature. It was a beautiful that's, night. That's funny because, Steve, didn't you say you were working late in your basement last night and you watched a video with some girl named Bunny? Yeah, so exactly that. Mm-hmm. I we all kind of well, too. tie in. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, yeah, you stalked, you not stalked her, but you know, watched the video. Yeah, it's yes. creepy. Mm-hmm. I was gonna run with the stalk thing, and yeah. I thought that was awkward. Mm-hmm. I didn't do that. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a cute so picture. So anyway, thanks. 
Barrett the dog. <laughs> yeah, we'll put that up. You can throw it on Instagram and Facebook if you want. He's yeah. always got to make everything weird. Who's Steve? Yeah. No, I know. I'm so sorry. Oh, I mean, yeah, him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Him. He's always got to make everything weird. What do you mean? I don't understand. It, you just do. <laughs> I We're feel... talking about cute little animals and yeah. you have to make everything weird. Why? But that's kind of you... what you do. I don't know why. God made you that way. I don't know. <laughs> why? Your mama? Fish, Something. Your mama. <laughs> Fish, it's time for you to make things weird. Okay, God. Uh... <laughs> that's the voice I do that drives my mother-in-law absolutely nuts when I do oh, that. Oh, because she's very faithful, right? She's very faithful. So I'll say, Marcy, this is Jesus. And so, fish, <laughs> it's not Jesus. I see your mouth moving. <laughs> that's, that's the thing that tips her off? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Oh, gosh, fish. I see your mouth moving. You fooled me that one time, and it's never happening again. <laughs> okay, Marcy, I'm sorry. What are you going to do? Good Lord. Oh, gosh. Seriously, other than bunny watching, how was your day yesterday there, pretty lady? It was good. It was really good. I got to spend nice. some time with Dan. We had lunch together, and then we hung oh, wow. out last night for a little bit. Yeah, yesterday was uh, Dan work from home day, so oh, yeah, so I got to yeah, see yeah. him a little bit more. Yeah. Very good. I was going to I was gonna guess it must have been his work from home day, because he is gone a lot. I know. He's going to be gone all day today. Like if Dan were unemployed, He's a busy dude, man. And didn't if Dan were unemployed and didn't own his own company and he were gone this much, I would say, Connie, I think you need to talk to him because he's gone a lot. <laughs> I don't know what else he'd be doing. He, maybe golfing is knowing Dan. It'd be that simple. <laughs> what probably golfing. would. Fourteen hours a day, and mm-hmm. he'd end up playing for the Masters and winning or something. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. That would be amazing. Right to yeah. get that coat. The, the, like, uh, to beat Billy Madison and Screw get the, the coat. coat. Get the check. Happy Gilmore. Oh, yeah, the check. The check Here's would be nice. Coat. I can buy no. him a coat. Yeah. No, but that's the special coat. And, you know, I the know. sport coat. Who the, cares? That, I know. And it's not the Billy Madison, one. sorry. It's Happy Gilmore that he would have to beat in the finals. <laughs> that's what it is. Uh, they're a little Still a better great than movie. that. Still mm-hmm. a great movie. I haven't it seen that in forever. Like, I Agreed. need to rewatch that. Yeah, that's such a good one. I watched another Hallmark Christmas movie last night. I'm getting down to the end of them. Okay, so you kind of threw me under the bus last week when we were having a... Steve, once in a while, I don't know if you know this or not, Connie and I will talk when we're not on the air on the phone. No, you, you know? don't. Yeah, don't we do. Just once in a I while. I know, I know. And I know uh, we were having a conversation, and we decided to include... Oh, no, I think Dan had already left. We included Alicia this time, and mm-hmm. she, we were on speaker. It was last... Friday. What do you mean I threw you under the bus? Well, because you had mentioned, or was it Alicia that brought up the Hallmark movies are back? Like the new ones. She brought that up. Well, you did some research on it, and here's what I can't figure out. Because, you know, then I I got off the phone with you, and Alicia's like, can you please just set that DVR so I can get back in the Olive Garden or whatever? Yeah, they're doing summer ones, so they must have had them, obviously, in the can before the whole pandemic started, yeah. Well, they were, okay, so the Hallmark movie that was on last Saturday was new, right? Yep, and the one this coming Saturday is new. Every time I look up the one this coming Saturday, and I'm not kidding, she can't even hear me right now. Every time I look up the one this coming Saturday, it's the same one from last week on the DVR. You got to go to 9 o'clock. 
Ah, yeah. Because they replay the one from the week before at 7 well, I o'clock. Did, I did go to 9, I think, Connie. I really No, because I, I DVR'd it right after we got off the phone, and right. that's the way it works, Fish. All right, I'll go check it out. You're not very man. Hallmark smart. No, I'm not. I'll tell you. And I, and, I, and I don't try, I'm not trying to train my <laughs> so brain So how is that throwing Hallmark you smart. under the bus when your wife tells me that there are new movies on? How was that well, me throwing I, you under the bus? I take it back. You didn't throw me under the bus. Okay. She figured it out. But you Apology did, accepted. You did immediately, and I am so very sorry, but you did immediately <laughs> uh, look on your DVR to inform her that she was correct and that, you know, they were there. So. So what is it? You, She's the one who told me they were there. Yeah, I don't know. What does that have to do with somebody. anything? Well, if I, blame, if I don't blame you, I have to blame myself for marrying her. So I got to blame somebody. So just let me <laughs> blame up. you, even though it's Be not quiet. accurate. Be quiet. <laughs> Good Lord. Throw, throw a brother a bone. Come on, man. <laughs> Sweet The Jesus. thing about throwing people under the bus, though, is that that's bad form. No, you're right. You're right. You didn't. I know. I was wrong. You know, it's bad form. Yeah. No, you're right. I just, you don't want to be the guy or the gal who throws people under the bus. Coworkers, friends, whatever, right? Because that's bad form. So I, you can't make statements like that. I love it when you call yourself the gal. So <laughs> the gal. Uh, I am a Steve, gal. that gal over there is having a good old day, <laughs> pressing buttons and playing songs and hanging out. Uh, <laughs> I love that gal. That gal uh-huh. is a great gal. Thank hey, you. Uh, Speaking of throwing uh, people under the bus, I have some amazing news for our friend Steve. I think I have truly found someone that is more whipped by his family than Steve. Mm, Really? Who's that? Don't be competitive about that, bro. It's a compliment. (laughs) (laughs) And I I again, it's all about the way you word things. Who's more whipped? He is way more whipped. (laughs) And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to tell you this story in just a second, Steve. And uh, I'm already, I'm going to guarantee you, Connie's going to laugh and smile and be happy with this story just by this little statement I'm going to say right now. Are you ready, Connie? Yes. I'm so much more whipped than Steve. How you doing? (laughs) (laughs) That's our old producer. No joke. From 20 years ago, his name is Nick or Cheeks. We call him Cheeks. And And you talked to him last night. I did, yeah. and and he, oh my goodness, he is more whipped than Steve. So it's time is to play he? a brand new game called "Is He More Whipped Than Steve?" <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Ooh, that's a fun game, Steve. We should write that down. Oh, we should. Oh, you is he should more whipped write that than down. Steve? Okay. Yeah. Can we can mm-hmm. we play that game? You guys feeling up for it? Yeah, sure. we can play that game I'll next. Play that game. Yeah. All right. Uh, look, we're gonna do the text question of the day in a sec, but can we play my new game real quick? Oh, of course. All right. Play away. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to play a game we like to call, Is He More Whipped Than Steve? (laughs) That's right. Gentleman by the name of Steve on the show. Steve is married with a baby on the way. Mm Mm-hmm. Steve uh, took a small break from his wife when they were dating before they got married, and, well, by her choice, and he delivered her a pizza every week. He was not giving up. Some may call it stalking. Steve calls it love. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Steve. Yay, me. All right. Now let's go to Connie and Fish's old producer, Cheeks. Hi, guys. Okay, so Cheeks. <laughs> Cheeks was That's their producer. exactly how he sounded. Ago. It's very oh. true. Fish got to catch up with Cheeks, uh, a.k.a. Nick, yesterday on the phone. It's fun, Fish. Nice to talk to you. 
Thanks, Cheeks. Okay, so anyway, <laughs> Cheeks is married as well. Cheeks has been a little bit married a little longer than uh, Steve. Cheeks has two kids, one girl, mm-hmm. one boy, and he lives on five acres of land. Why is that relevant? Because I'm more whipped than Steve, everybody. I know it. <laughs> okay. He totally, totally could so win weird. this. He could totally uh, win this. So, so Steve. Weird. Yes. You do anything for your kids. You do your you, well, kid, the kid on the way, right? You do I'm anything for your wife. But I want you to listen to this. So I was catching up with Steve. Let's see if you even think he's more whipped than you. I was catching up with Nick, not Steve, on the phone yesterday. And mm-hmm. here's what uh, Nick, a.k.a. Cheeks, said. He, uh, they, he's got, Connie, you're going to love this. He's got five acres of land that he lives on, mm-hmm. right? Yep. On this five acres for he and his wife and his two children, they mm-hmm. have three cats. Okay. They have, because his kids love pets. Uh-huh. They right. have three dogs. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. And are you ready for the whammy? I'm ready for the Rammy. I'm ready. <laughs> they have five chickens. They do? Five awesome. chickens. Five uh, chickens. That so is, is awesome. Is he more whipped than Steve? Why would that be the question? Because when I said, dude, why do you have five? Ch-? I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. Please don't be offended. We haven't chatted in years. Why do you have five chickens? He said, I can't say no. Every time they see the pet, he never my kids, could. I can't say no. No, he couldn't. He never could. He's such a good family guy. No. So, and I, <laughs> he is. He the is. The question is, is he more whipped than Steve? Mm. What do you guys think? Because he has chickens and lots of pets. Like, I can't say no to pets. chickens. And Brittany told me no. And so we don't have chickens now. So. So you is would that, be more whipped because that way you don't. Have either way, the chicks running the show in both houses. Yeah, really matters. Yeah, weigh that in. I'm not sure how. I that mean, the million yet, dollar but. question is: Is he more whipped than Steve? I think so. I think if Brittany wanted five chickens and you had, even though you had five acres of land, if Brittany, Charlotte, and the new baby on the way, let's say four years from now, wanted a bunch of chickens, I don't think you would say yes to five chickens. I think you would cap them. No, I would definitely say yes. I want chickens now because well, there's a lot of several people in my neighborhood. In don't want chickens mindset. Oh, like if you, but I yeah. want chickens. What did you oh say, Steve? God. There's a lot of what in your neighborhood? There's a lot of uh, urban chickens in my neighborhood because it's oh, are there? Here. Yeah. yeah. So when we go, me and Charlotte go on walks, we always see the chickens, and I always want the chickens because Charlotte likes the chickens, and then I also could get fresh eggs that way, and then also even maybe slaughter a chicken and eat okay. some chicken. Okay. Uh, Listen, Rainman. Could you do that? Honestly, no. probably. I could probably I kill a chicken and eat it. Mm, I, oh I my gotta gosh. pluck it too. I could not. Yeah, I yeah. know. That's mm-hmm. gross. Now, if it was like end of the world times, okay. Now wait a minute. You need to yeah. imagine you don't want chickens. Let's finish okay, this game fine. real quick. <laughs> you don't want don't chickens. want chickens all of a sudden. Okay, that's that's the that's. So would you say no once they got let's say past two or three chickens? <sighs> if the girls both said so, if Brittany. Was the only one who wanted them. I, I could say no. But I don't think I could say no to the children. You can't say no Connie, to the children. Can't is, say no. The children are the future. Steve. The children are the future. <laughs> is, oh my God. Is, is can't say no to the children. more whipped than Steve? Uh, it's close. I would say they're I would say they're equally whipped. Oh equally. 
Yeah. How's it get off? Son of a yeah, bitch. I would say ego. <laughs> Are you serious? This crap. I demand a recount. <laughs> Stupid Steve, I'll tell you. I'm right is now, the I'm goal to be the most whipped dude? No, ever? I just was trying something? to. something? What's funny is Steve got competitive about being whipped, where I was kind of like saying, hey, bro, I bust your chops sometimes when we joke around, but my our old producer, our old buddy, he's more whipped than you. I got to give you credit. And he's like, no, <laughs> no, I am way more whipped than him. I will be. Yeah. No, like, that's the case. I want chickens opposite. and I can't get them. Yeah, you totally. I can't believe that you think, in all honesty, I can't believe that you think you'd be able to kill a chicken and then just eat it. Okay. Steve, you mean or me? Because I didn't say. I, I know you couldn't it. do that. No, I couldn't. I can't believe Steve said he could do that. I could do that. I, I mean, I don't think I would do that often. I would probably save that for a special occasion. Just do it once. Oh man, well, I'm so close it. to being a vegetarian. I could not do that. I'm going. It's going. I'd to rather sound eat cunning. grass, and I'm not it, even it, kidding. It's going to sound like I'm trying to be dirty here. It really is, but I'm not. Uh-huh. Do you chop its head off? Is that how you kill it? Yes. I don't. Okay. Okay. I was just making Ugh. sure. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard the phrase "running around like a chicken with his head cut off"? Yes. You and your phrases. <laughs> Last week you blew me away with the weeds one. Like, good lord. I have a giant weed like, like in the yeah. woods of our yard. <laughs> last like, I week. swear, this weed is five feet tall, Connie, and it grew in two days. I go, Have you ever heard the phrase growing like a weed? And I was like, <laughs> Oh my God, mind blown. <laughs> <laughs> Connie's phrases take over. They're not my everything. phrases, dude. <laughs> this is, you're They're inventing not mine. these. Mind. Here's what's incredible <laughs> Connie invents this growing like a weed fa- phrase, and my neighbor says it to me four days later. Yeah, like that around fast. All the way mm-hmm. around to him. Telling yeah. you, you have influence. And I, <laughs> I'm just saying, you have influence. Now I think so fish, is more whipped than chicken. Could you kill a chicken and eat it? Honestly. And I'm if not I knocking people to. who do. More power to you. I like chicken. But if I had to kill it on my own, I would never eat chicken or any live thing, any meat again. I would not, I if, would not be able to do it. If I'd we be had, scared for life. Look, if we, if we had to kill the chicken to survive... Like we're on an island. I still couldn't do it. Filled with chickens, which they would then probably. You're on chicken island. (laughs) Chicken island. Yeah. Uh Why? Uh, When you could just eat eggs for the rest of your life. Ew, I hate eggs though. Yeah. See, I'm not a baby. What do you hate more? Eating eggs or murdering fowl? I think I murder the fowl. I, I, I think I think I could do it. If I had to do it, I know I could do it, especially if it was to feed my friends and my familia. You know, you just gotta, you just gotta do it. You just gotta the hardest do it. part, honestly, would be the plucking of the feathers. That would be the only. That would be the thing. hardest part. See, yeah. I think the hardest part would be actually killing it. Yeah, I, I think first thing I would try I and do, do is like give it a heart attack or something, like scare it. <laughs> <laughs> scare it. I don't know so if that's actually more humane. Thing. Isn't that the, what they do with organic chickens? Aren't they like organically? Scared? Yes, they just scare them to death. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I think that's what they do. I think you're wrong. You don't know for sure. Yes, every yes, you're right. That's the <laughs> same thing with organic tomatoes. Organic, they scare them to death. Why well, am uh-huh. not falling for your tomato yeah, humor again? Haven't you ever seen that they set it up like a drive-in theater in no. a tomato field? Yes. And they play like poltergeist yes. or like yeah. Yes. You guys always make yes. me feel like I'm behind the curve, yes. and then I yes. get yes. up. And the ones that play dead, those are the ones yeah. you end up eating. Yep. No, yep. Uh, no. I know what you're doing. You're playing. You're doing this, and I'm going to feel dumb. No. And then I got to hurry right. up. I got to no. do your, your tomato humor. I got to catch up. There's nothing and, dumb no, about you. Oh, no. you have to catch up. 
Wow. You guys are like segment suckers. Game, <laughs> You're a segment sucker. This whole game planned. Thought for sure Steve was going to be all excited. All right, let's talk about the text question of the day. Oh, segment sucker. You're a segment you're sucker. You're a segment sucker. Uh, down, what is something sucker. that you gave up doing and why? Ugh. Something that you gave up doing and why? Text question of the day. Steve, would you this like to start? One. Yes, I would like to start. And mine is a sad thing. And as of right now, it's painting my little guys, my little Warhammer figurines, because I just don't have time. It sucks. Right. Right. I look at him still every once in a while and I smile. That's about the extent of it. <laughs> you'll get time though eventually. I think I look I think at him every get, once in a while and I smile. You'll get some time eventually <laughs> once you get a rhythm in like a year. You know what I mean? I, I could yeah. see. Yeah. Ah, we'll see. Hopefully that'd be awesome. I, I'd love to have more time. Oh, man. Well, that's a sad story, Steve. That is. But but did you see I added the little the little silver lining of the smiling? I do like the the smile off in the distance. I picture it like a crocodile. Yeah. yeah, you're walking out of the room, and as you turn off the light, you glance over at your Warhammer figurines, and you go, "Hi, buddies." And Someday then you, we'll yeah. paint you. Someday I'll paint yeah. you differently. I'll change yeah. your outfit. Yeah. What is something that you gave up doing, and why did you give it up? That is the text Man. question of the day today. Fish. This is pretty tough. Uh, so I mean, I could go for the obvious. Which is dating because I got married, but <laughs> that's the obvious. You know, I mean, that seems to be the obvious because it was funny. I was thinking about it, and I really have no uh, self control because you know, many years ago I gave up uh, eating like fast food and uh, I did healthy food because I wanted to lose weight. But I'm not giving that up, right? Okay. Uh, a nice adult beverage, not giving that up. Mm-hmm. So uh, I still enjoy sitting on the couch. So it's not like I don't rise. So I'm really torn on this, Connie. I actually thought a lot about this one. The text question of the day is, what is something you gave up doing and why? And what I'm hoping is you can answer before me. Thus, it'll spark my brain because I don't have any figurines in my house to paint. So <laughs> thus, thank you, no offense, Steve. You can borrow uh, some. So what is something you gave up doing and why? Could you answer before me, please, today? Yeah, I can. Right. Uh, I gave up the two th- top two things that come to mind are do having plans on weeknights. And that's because of my job, because I get up so early. And so I gave up doing that for my job. And the other thing that comes to mind is um, I've sort of given up shopping, like Connie kind of shopping, not grocery shopping, but. You know, shopping for stuff that you don't necessarily always need because I enjoy saving money lately. Nice. You're in the saving money zone. I, I get am. that. Mm-hmm. I've, uh, I, I'll, I'll, uh, I can jump on. See, boom, you say something and I finally find it. What is something that you gave up doing and why? Uh, I would say picking up rounds, you know, picking up, uh, I used to, you know, Connie and I were notorious back in the day for picking up the tab quite a bit, right? Mm-hmm. So I would say that so I could save money for retirement or like the end of my life, right? That's not mm-hmm. what I'm saying. So I mean, really, that's it. <laughs> the end yeah. of my life. You well, don't need I'm a lot go... of money at the end of your life. No. I'm going to say dating. Getting to the end of your life that you need to mm-hmm. I'm just going to go with dating and married. I like that one the best. <laughs> yeah, dating because I got married. So no longer dating. Yeah. Okay. 
because right. I'm married and it's considered bad form. It's, <laughs> I know. In some I'm sorry, buddy. I'm sorry. The lamest okay, circles. Chief. All right. It's what okay. is something that you gave up doing? And then tell us why. That is the text question that they will do. They're coming up about 8.15. Next, we're going to learn a bunch of things. 81 and sunshine today. We got sunshine through Friday. Getting nice. a couple degrees warmer every day. Like three degrees literally every day. <laughs> so it's going to be nice. And then probably rain for the weekend. So that kind of sucks. Yeah, but at least you can enjoy this week. Yesterday was amazeballs. It was like the fifth day in a row that was just beautiful, wasn't it? Yeah, you're getting spoiled, aren't you? At least I feel that way. Well, Dan told me, and I don't know if this is true or not, but Dan was like, yeah, it's, so it's it's going to get hot. You know, we're going to get up to like 88 or so, but it's not going to be, it's not supposed to be so humid. And I was like, okay, well, I can handle that, I guess. There you go. The humidity take, is what puts yeah. me over the edge. Well, worst case scenario with you, at least you, all you got to do is walk about 25 feet and splash. You're in a pool. <laughs> I mean, it's probably better to ease true. yourself in, but yeah, I mean, it's probably safer. You know, I don't that do that. Yeah, I ease myself in. I don't jump in. Like Dan does a cannonball to get in the pool. Yeah. And he just, you know, and then it's just over with and boom, done. I don't do that. <laughs> and I walk Dan down does- the steps and then I complain a little bit and then I go, oh, it's touching my whatever. And then I'm like, oh. <laughs> It's cold and 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 it's eighty four degrees. Give me I, I I totally understand your story, <laughs> but I was a little confused. Can you please break down to Steve and I what the whatever part is? That's the that's the only. <laughs> what's your whatever? Uh, yeah. Knees. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Your knee, your, yeah, knee yeah. Yep. your knee pit. Yeah. The back of your knee. Yeah. The knee pit. Yeah. That's that sensitive uh, area. See, we got two parts that get cold. You guys only <laughs> have one. We got two. You only have one part that gets cold. We have two. You have two parts. What are your your knee pit is one part, and then the other part is that never mind fish. I also have. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) like men men do have knee pits. Never mind. Let's just. Every time I learn something new, it pushes some old stuff out of my brain. I'm learning. What did you learn? What did you learn? struggling today because i'm not sure which one i want to do last for fish but i don't think it matters because we got a lot of good stuff so learning things today remember the exxon valdez yes Yes. oil spill back in 1989 uh apparently they slapped a new name on that bad boy and kept it stayed in service until 2012 what (laughs) of course that happened yeah That's the Exxon Valdez was fixed up after its oil spill in 89, and then it stayed in service until th- 2012. One of the other names that they used for it uh, was Sea River Mediterranean. Oh, okay, <laughs> so for the record, that's brilliant and sad all at the same time. Yeah. It's brilliant that they did it. I think the other name that they used, I did hear about this, is definitely not the Exxon Valdez was another name they used. Is that true? <laughs> Definitely not the Exxon Valdez. Yeah, that was the yeah, other one. That was another. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they put one of those little uh, things on the front where it's the glasses with the big nose and the fake mustache. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it was floating around. The glasses were three hundred feet long. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. That All right, this awesome. one is for you, Steve, and I'm not sure why. Are you a SpongeBob person or a Charlotte or uh, Charlotte? has gotten into it recently so yes i've watched a lot of spongebob we just watched the movie the other day too so okay well spongebob squarepants was supposed to be named sponge boy and the show was going to be called sponge boy ahoy but it <laughs> turned out that a mop company already owned a trademark on a character called sponge boy so they changed Aww. it to spongebob 
<laughs> and like they changed uh, they changed the voice of SpongeBob. SpongeBob was like uh, I heard it. The voice was kind. Of, I think I have a, a clip here. Hey everybody, it's SpongeBob. How are you? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that would have been as popular. I don't think that would have sold. <laughs> no. Hey, where's Squidmore? Uh, Hi guys, SpongeBob Squid, here. Isn't it Squidward? Oh, Squidward, Squidward, yeah. Squidward. I was like, what you Squidward. It's Squidmore. Yeah, it was originally SpongeBob and Squidmore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here's an interesting thing. So the Beatles, as in like the band, their success led to CT scanning. Their early record what? label, which was EMI, used their profits off the Beatles to research medical technology and ended up developing the full body CT scanner. And it even led to a Nobel a Nobel Prize. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. The Beatles are Weird, responsible right? for CT scans. Uh-huh. There you go, Steve. I know how you feel about the Beatles. You yeah, can drop that crazy. on people. Yeah. Their wow. early record label, EMI. I think EMI is still around, actually. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um oh, okay. Approximately. One out of every eight workers in the United States has worked for McDonald's at some point in their lives. I am not surprised. Wow. No, I am not surprised. I have not. At all. I never worked I at McDonald's. Either. Neither have not I. Neither. Nope, none of us. Wow. But one out of eight, approximately, people have worked for McDonald's at some point in their lives. My sister did. I think she did. I think my brother did too. Well, there's two out of your four. Right. Yeah, in the I think family, so. right? Mm-hmm. We, uh, my brother worked for KFC, and uh, my eldest brother and I both worked for Arby's. I did work for Taco Bell for one day, but they let me go. So, oh. yeah, <laughs> you would think because I, I was ate that? everything, but it was because I was doing voices in the drive-through, and they said this is really not the gig for you. <laughs> Boy, were they no. wrong though? <laughs> no, I think they were way wrong. I think yeah, it I led to your uh, radio career. You should drive back there and tell them what's what. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In yeah, one of those funny on. voices you used. Yeah, I'm kidding. Ah, thank you for Hi, coming everybody. to Taco Bell. It was, it was more like Arnold, too. It was, ah, thank you for coming to Taco Bell. May I thank you all the please? Uh, they didn't like this it. This is it my great. favorite one so far. Uh, Benjamin Harrison, who was the 23rd president, was addicted to cucumbers. <laughs> okay. Have you ever heard of such a thing? No. no. I've never heard of an addiction to cucumbers. Benjamin Harrison, our 23rd president, was apparently addicted to cucumbers when he was in college. His family wrote him a letter begging him to lay off the cucumbers. Okay. It's not even a joke. Why would you be, if your kid had an addiction or your brother, sister, whatever, had an addiction to cucumbers, you got to lay off the cucumbers. Like, why would you, aren't they like really good for you? I, yeah. I mean, they're mostly water, but I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe you too was much eating of anything is probably a bad thing. Probably, yeah. Maybe, but man, I don't know. That, yeah. Uh, so they wrote him a letter begging him to lay off the cucumbers. So I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he was eating thirty a day. Mm-hmm. Hey there, or Benjamin, something. You, you know, know. If you want to be president one day, you got to lay off the cucumbers. You don't want to be known as the cucumber guy. I'm but... on this uh, this food page, and mm. they somebody posted. Have you ever seen that everything bagel seasoning? Oh yeah, yeah. That's good. Oh you, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's like a uh, it's like in a spice thing, and you just you, you pour it on stuff. And apparently, people pour, use it on everything. But one of the things I want to try it. Um, you take a cucumber, cut it up in slices, put some cream cheese on it, and then everything bagel seasoning on top. And apparently, oh. it's amazing. 
So say that again. What do you do? Because I'll never do any of it. But Alicia was just cutting a cucumber last night. No joke. Take cucumbers. You yeah. you cut it in however you want. Then you put a little cream cheese on top. And then you put, sprinkle the everything bagel seasoning on top of that. All right. I'll get some for it. <laughs> I keep seeing people on these foodie pages talk about it all the time. And, and I bought some everything bagel seasoning, but I have not done it yet because I'm waiting for the cucumbers in my garden to grow. And they are not here yet because I checked last night. <laughs> It's just That's, dirt and a vine right now. Dirt and a vine. Connie, you know I like to annoyingly daydream about different homes. Like I've been in this home, my home for almost three years now. So it's mm-hmm. it's I'm antsy because it's the longest I've lived in a house, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, specifically, Elise and I have lived in a house. So anyway, uh, the one of the homes that I was looking at the other day had an old, you know, like uh, where the uh, what is it? It's like a greenhouse, but it's not like a, a glass one. It's like where you put the uh, mesh over the curved thing, the long uh, curved thing, and then you have the little stands in there with the plants and whatnot. Am I, not mesh maybe, but the plastic. You know what I'm talking about? Okay, sure. It's like poor man's greenhouse, if you okay. will. Okay. Yeah, so uh, we were looking at that the other day, and I actually uh, was showing it to Alicia on the internet, and I said, oh, Connie would love this. She'd come over all the time. She'd probably want to start, like, because she likes to garden. She could probably <laughs> grow, grow a whole bunch of things in this place. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was a great riveting. Sorry, woo! That was a great, <laughs> <laughs> was a great oh, story. I feel Thank like you. less of a man for even telling you guys. Yeah. That. I'm sorry. <laughs> All I'm right, and then finally, um, on this date, 117 years ago, it, it, it was 1903. One of the biggest days in U.S. business history. Both the Ford Motor Company and Pepsi were incorporated. Really? Mm-hmm. That Same I did not day. know. Yep, 1903 on the same day. What is it? June 16th. Uh, Ford Motor Company and Pepsi-Cola were incorporated. And coincidentally, this day, you say that, uh, Ford and Pepsi Incorporated, I wonder if it has the fact to do, or anything to do with the fact that today is National Fudge Day. Mm. What would that have to do with anything? I don't know, but it gives me an excuse to play this. Fudge, fudge, wonderful fudge. Loads of fudge, fudge down. Fudge, fudge, loads of fudge. So much fudge, we can hardly budge. There you go. <laughs> it's the fudge song. That sounds very modern. Yeah. Yeah, doesn't it? Modern hey there, everybody. Make sure your wife buys you some fudge <laughs> and serves it to you when she makes you dinner. <laughs> okay. All right. My favorite one, I think, today is about Benjamin Harrison and the cucumbers. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. That's amazing. Yeah, that also sounds like a band. <laughs> Benjamin, Benjamin Harrison, Harrison the cucumbers. cucumbers. Well, man, they're awesome, dude. Paul, bro. It's like, Father's Day weekend. Oh crap! Yeah, I mean, oh, Father's cool. Day weekend. <laughs> yeah, I gotta send him something. Time to go to Amazon. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I gotta send the old man a card where he feels Father's. lonely. You gotta go to Amazon <laughs> to send him a card. Well, uh, the card will consist of a gift card, then another. Oh, okay. ah. All right, yeah, gotcha. that's what he likes. It makes I was him like, happy. Why don't you just go to a store and get a card? But yeah, I went to uh, a store to buy a card for Alicia for Mother's Day, maybe. Oh, because of the dog, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was nine dollars. And I, I was know. at the checkout lane, and what? I had my mask on. Yeah, and I was like, I'm sorry. How much is this card? Because I had my mask on, <laughs> right. and the person said it's nine dollars, and I went, Oh, can you just return that, please? No. Not paying nine bucks for a card. Can't do it. Can't no, do it. that's insane. Yeah. No, it's crazy. If you if you get one of the fancy music? ones. I, well, yeah. yeah, some of the fancy ones, you know, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only was, person that I buy those cards for is my mother because she loves cards so much. Yeah. No, all other I'm than telling that, you, nobody. $9 card, if I open that up, it's glitter better shoot in the air or something cool. Because <laughs> that sounds horrible crazy. shooting glitter at you. You're like, ah, it's in my eyes. Like, happy birthday, jerk. Yeah. <laughs> you know what Dan's awesome. mom has done? She hasn't done it recently. But um, when when Dan and I were first together and when we were first married and stuff, you know, she always sends cards for, she's cute, for like Valentine's Day or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she will fill them with all those annoying tiny little hearts. So you oh, open yeah. up the envelope and you pull it out and it just goes everywhere. And she got the biggest kick out of that. But I think she stopped doing that. I haven't seen those lately. Actually, that's mm-hmm. really funny. Now I kind of want to buy a card for my dad just to do that for him. Yeah, you that should glitter bomb him. Yep. I would love to glitter bomb my dad. I would glitter, glitter bomb my bomb dad David. all night long. <laughs> Ooh, fish. All right, it's time. Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. With Connie and Fish. Connie and Fish. All right. I know the uh, the dude over there is going to love this. Uh, I don't know how yes. Connie's going to feel about this. We're going to talk a little bit about the aliens, if you will. E.D. Phone home. Phone home. Apparently, according to British scientists, uh, dozens of intelligent alien life forms could be currently living in our very own galaxy. Really? Yeah, the only hmm. problem is the average distance of these civilizations would be around 17,000 light years away, Ooh. making it pretty rough to get in contact with them. But yeah. the, the British scientists are saying not only are aliens real, actually, they'd be not only are aliens real, but they're also saying they're just 17,000 light years away. So, hmm. and, I, and I, it was funny, I was reading this story because everybody always says it's, you know, it's pretty cocky to assume that there's not other life forms other than us and all that jazz. And you wonder about that. Mike, the av- what I love about this is how do the ne- they know, Connie, that they're intelligent alien life forms? Maybe they're yeah, just Yeah, I think alien it's the opposite. Forms. I think it's pretty cocky to assume there is. Alien life forms? How do you know? Prove it. Yeah, you can't. And how do you know exactly. that they're intelligent? Because if they were intelligent, we're pretty intelligent. And we're doing some space travel. If they were more intelligent than us, I, I would think they'd be coming here. But maybe they're listening and they're like, eh, these guys are Would boring. you come here right now? No. Well, not now. No. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. They're no. like, hello. I would not. My name is Barbara. I'm an <laughs> alien. And I'm not no. going to come to your planet because I don't want to get the COVID. And you're so angry. Could you just calm down a little bit? <laughs> <You're> so angry. <laughs> you guys are so upset. Oh, speaking of the COVID, every night in Pennsylvania, this man, uh, Connie, you're going to love this, at 6 p.m. Okay. in his neighborhood for the mm-hmm. past hundred nights since the start of the COVID, Michael has been going out of his home at six o'clock every night and doing this. So every day at six o'clock in the afternoon, I come out and I play my bagpipes, whatever comes to mind. People come out and listen, they play, they jump in the puddles, and uh, we're just doing it because we need to get out of the house. There he is. Love it. He's jamming out on the bagpipes, Love, love, love. I love the bagpipes, but I... I find them sad. I don't find them. I mean, I find them beautiful, but not in a happy way, really. Yeah, I'm with they're you. just so sad. But I yeah. love them. I, I'm with you 100. percent A, they're yeah. super cool, and and you feel like you're watching. It's almost like a didgeridoo. You feel like a part of a history type thing, right? Didgeridoo is that long mm-hmm. thing, and you, you know it's just neat. And that guy comes out every night at six o'clock and plays. I love that for one. Hundred nights, respect. 
Okay. Good for him. Uh, there's respect. Here's a little disrespect before Connie kicks into uh, apparently that we're all turning into, we could all be turning into our fathers. Uh, <laughs> they, 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 I want to talk about the show Arrow. Arrow is no longer on television, but for seven, eight years, it was a DC comic book show on CW, Connie. Mm-hmm. The gentleman that is the star is Stephen Amell, was the star, right? Okay. Apparently, his disgruntled neighbor is constantly, and this is no joke, defecating on his roof. What? Huh. Yeah. The actor took to social media to provide photographic evidence along with an explanation of the events leading up to the bizarre revenge tactic. Relationships with the neighbor can be uh, hard uh, to navigate, even when you're a big-time TV star. Apparently, uh, the guy got upset and uh, weird went and crapped on his roof. Uh, there's no reason to <laughs> so crap on bizarre. somebody's roof. So weird. <laughs> he uh, alleges that his neighbor has, uh, quote, been illegally doing construction for three-plus years. The construction noises are uh, not the most pleasant. Now, here's what's interesting. He's on the show Arrow on the CW Network. He's probably worth a couple, two to $3 million. It's okay. a good paying gig. It was. He was the star. Mm-hmm. He's done a couple of other things, you know, side projects, right? But why is it that his neighbor, in, that, in his neighborhood, I, it shocks me that somebody would be defecating on his roof? Like, Doesn't it, it, he have some sort of security system with, like, cameras or something where you could see somebody climbing up on the roof? Right? Yeah, you would think that's so. weird. Like, yeah, the, there's weird. no reason, no matter how upset you get with your neighbor, and I've had neighbors that have upset me before. Like, just the, usually it's a yip dog. Like, even Eric, uh, my neighbor, I don't mind his dog. But no matter how much your neighbor bothers you, there's no reason don't to go Don't poo on, on the there. roof. Don't poo on the roof. <laughs> You're right, so Connie. That that's, is that's just crap, weird. That is a crappy thing to do. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. All right, All right, let's talk about signs that you're turning into your dad. Now, Please. some of these are going to apply more to Steve than to Fish. Oh, boy. Which oh. is pretty interesting. Now, um, this one survey that was done says that you start turning into your father at the age of 37. Um, Steve, how old are you? 36. Ha <laughs> Steve? Huh? You can't hear me? 36. Yeah, 36. So, yeah. All so right. later on this year, you'll be 37? Yep, in October. In October. Okay. So, Fish, you definitely started turning into your dad at 37. You shush your face, woman. I mean, what? And, and with you, it's like your mannerisms, your jokes, the way you talk, your delivery. Wow. Wow. No, what it is. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell did I do to Why you? Why is that a slam? I'm not slamming you. No. You Sometimes you'll be talking, and I'll look at you, and I'll be like, oh. He's his dad. Oh, man. Uh, you know, I have never He's in my his life. dad. I have never slapped a woman. But if you <laughs> said that to me, and if we'd had, let's say, a couple beverages, I don't, I think, I, I think just my reflexes would kick in. I need, I need to apologize in advance if that ever happens because I think I'd do it. I think it's I not a slam, though. I oh, like I your dad. dad. I love my dad, but I don't need to become him. No. Well, too no. late. You've been no. becoming, I, becoming him for 10 years. He's not even my biological father. It's not possible. Oh my gosh! You're like twins. I am. If you shaved, if you shaved your son of a bee, (laughs) I want to. I want to. If you shaved your head bald down the middle, you'd be twins. Let's put it. I am going to give you a belly to back (laughs) suplex in your swimming pool. (laughs) The next time I'm I'm behind you in your pool. So, so more than seventy percent of men say that they feel more and more like their father every single year. So, Steve, you. 
yeah, I've noticed little things here and there. And one of the things I do is collect a lot of stuff now. My dad kind of. Oh, yeah. Your dad's did a hoarder. Mm-hmm. He was a hoarder. Yeah. yeah. He wasn't necessarily a hoarder. He was just. Uh, it's kind of funny that we both guessed <laughs> hoarder at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't okay, know. Okay, so he collects stuff. Now you're collecting stuff. Uh-huh. Um, Fish, you really are like your dad now. But not necessarily in these ways. So here are the top 10 signs that you're turning in your dad. And and again, Father's Day is this weekend. Don't forget. Um, Number 10 is you finish leftover food on everybody's plates. You guys see that? Nope. (laughs) No, I don't. Thank God. Here we go. I love this. I love this. Steve, that's a guess. I always used to make fun of, we always, everybody in my family made fun of my dad for that, but. Uh-huh. But this is partially because of uh, because of the COVID and the staying at home and sure. the conserving food thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't start doing it until mm-hmm. until I, I until the pandemic started. So that I'm blaming right. the pandemic, sure not did. on inheriting uh-huh. from my father. Hey, what's your dad's first name, by the way? Lawrence. Lawrence. Okay, Lawrence. That's what I'm going to keep calling you. Go ahead, <laughs> Connie. Let's fire away. At this okay, thing. signs that you're turning into your dad. You finished the leftover food on everybody's plates. You don't like it when other people touch the thermostat. Oh, no, no, I don't. Whatever. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, whatever. You guys don't care. No. Uh, you love to mow the lawn. Now, neither one of you loves to mow the lawn. Oh, yeah, no, I, but I do. I do love no, to mow the don't. lawn when my lawn is not gigantic. You know yeah. that. Like, if my mm-hmm. lawn is, you know, like, and I'm not like, oh, hey, look at my big lawn as I compensate. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying if 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 I could push mow the lawn, I love it. I love the way it looks and all that jazz. So I, I'll say I'm, I like to when mow When was the, the lawn. last time you pushed mow the lawn, Fish? Uh, okay, exactly. Three years okay. ago today. T- okay, exactly. <laughs> Top signs that you're turning into your dad. You mute the television commercials. No. I can you don't do, do that. that? No, mm-hmm. I don't do that. I fast no. forward. Do you guys grunt when you're getting off the couch? Uh, I grunt yeah, yeah, yeah. so often now. Like any uh, like small movement, uh, I'm like, wow. I was like getting out of a chair. I'm like, ugh. I like bending over to pick up something off the ground. Ugh. See, I don't really grunt when I get off the couch, but I do inwardly. You know what I mean? Like I'm trying not to, but outwardly I can't grunt because I got the sexy grunt and Alicia will get all worked oh, up. Oh, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's nothing yep. better than when you hear your boy fish go, <laughs> all right with father's day on sunday these are signs you're turning into your dad uh you finish leftover food on everybody's plate you don't like when people touch a thermostat you love to mow the lawn you mute tv commercials you grunt getting up off the couch or chair uh you fall asleep on the couch watching sports now fish does not do that no nope. steve uh, i mean does does esports and video game sports count because i do is that, that a sport a yeah. Sure. Sports. yeah yeah yes yeah. i fall asleep watching the sports <laughs> you're becoming uh, steve, a lawrence have you got have you gotten to the point yet where you tell Charlotte to ask her mother? Oh, that's awesome. uh, I mean, we both have done that pretty much from day one almost. Even as, as yeah. the minute she's been able to run around the house, you just go, go ask your mom or go get your mom or <laughs> so wait, <laughs> your mom can right, go so do it. Brittany actually says to Charlotte, go ask your mother. Isn't that going to mess Charlotte up as she gets older? Yeah. So <laughs> well, that leads me to number three, which is you start telling dad jokes. Boom. There yep. you go. Fish yep. just told a dad joke. Okay, yep. well, Mr. Dad you are your father. over there. Mm-hmm. You're I'm your not father. I have yes, one thing are. on this list, except man, my dad never <laughs> mowed the lawn. So You yeah. are your dad. Who did he mow the lawn? Did your mom mow it? No, I did. Well, my dad mowed it till I was capable, till I was 13. Then oh, I mowed okay. It. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, signs you're turning into your dad. You, well, you tell dad jokes like Fish does. All Fish's jokes are pretty much dad jokes. Okay, you, Mr. Dad you Jokes fix- is Steve. My jokes are no, complex and, and no. very Steve awesome. actually has to look them up. Yours are just inherent. My secret. (laughs) Fishes are just part of his personality. You've always told dad. You were 21 and telling dad jokes. You're 21 telling dad. Well, that's (laughs) That's, that's a dad joke. You you fix things instead of replacing them. That's a sign you're Uh turning into your dad. Uh I'm not my dad there. I can't fix crap. I am my dad there, actually. He couldn't fix crap. He couldn't fix crap either. And the number one sign that you're turning into your dad, you start taking grilling very seriously. Oh, I man, do love dad. grilling. Man, my dad didn't like grilling though either. So really, I'm I, I'm not even. Yeah, but my do dad you like? Well. You don't like grilling either. Remember that I time like you wanted Dan to teach you how to grill a steak, and then you talked to me the whole time and didn't even pay attention. Yeah, it worked out great though. The steaks were amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you just tricked Dan into cooking yeah. you a steak. Yes, invites yeah, us over it. for dinner. Dan has to make yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> it was awesome. Don't worry about it. I mean, Alicia made the sides. You and I had a wonderful time. So I don't understand what the problem is here. This was the best night ever. I don't know. I don't know why that was an issue. Good lord. All right, fine. it was relaxing for us. Yeah, we had fun. That's all the matter. All right, don't forget, Father's Day is on Sunday. I got a couple cute little nugs for you, Connie, I wanted to share with you. Just sometimes an excuse to remind you of an old song. Two old songs I'll remind you of, but one of them, the first one is this from Van Halen. Love it. So, it's a great song, right? Solid, Van Halen. Yes. Blippity blop blop. I love Van Halen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so do I. And I loved Sammy Hagar and I loved David Lee Roth. I loved them both. They were great. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Sammy Hagar uh, is in a new band called The Circle with Michael Anthony, who is the bassist for Van Halen. Okay. They they have re-recorded the song. They have recorded the song right now via like YouTube, right? They did it. Mm-hmm. They did it up there where they're all socially distanced doing it. And okay. I want to point something out. Sometimes these bands re-record songs or doing stuff like this with a social distance and it's mm-hmm. great like the quality of wang's chung's everybody be safe tonight instead of everybody have fun tonight was good the words were stupid right yeah, yeah okay. the quality was good though right mm-hmm. all right so here's hagar's uh, and michael anthony the circle with right now It's not in slow motion. It's real time. Wow, that's so weird. That's so slow. A little more for you. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that nuts? I think it's because they're getting older, so their reflexes are slower or something. I don't know. Maybe that's why they slowed it down. Why redo your own song and have have it sound worse? I don't know. I don't know. Sammy Hagar is a little nuts anyway, but he's also quite brilliant. If you've ever read his book, it's fascinating. Like, it's a really neat read. I've read it seven times. Okay, you don't have to pick on me. It's like one of the six <laughs> books I've read. <laughs> Fine. I'll move on to the I'm other song you haven't heard you. in a long time. I'm just pointing I'm out that it's, a, on it's you. quite I was a read. Joking. Okay, here you go. Check this out. What song is this, Kyle? Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Josh Gad is the dude who plays Olaf in the, uh, I think that's the snowman's name, in uh, the movie Frozen, right? Yes. Cartoon? Mm-hmm. That's correct. Okay. So one of the things he's been doing during all this time is all these weird, uh, reuni- it's called Reunited Apart, 
where he brings okay. people together, right? Right. One of the things he did was bring together people from the movie Ghostbusters. Okay. Now, do you remember in the movie Sigourney Weaver, also from the movie Aliens, uh, she becomes in the original Ghostbusters. She actually gets possessed, and uh, she's actually kind of a, a, a dog, a possessed dog. No, I don't remember the movie at all. Steve, yeah. do you I don't know even know that about? I. I don't necessarily mm-hmm. even know that I ever saw the whole thing. I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah, here's how I don't cool all. Sigourney Weaver is. Here's what she said in this uh, podcast just from uh, yesterday. So I had to become a dog, and I was really willing to become a dog for the whole show. So he looked quite reluctant. I kept going, howling and growling and eating cushions. The wonderful thing that Sigourney said during the audition is, you know, I read the script. It's very funny, but really, my character should become a dog at some point. And we didn't have that. We were still trying to figure out. That was your idea? That was your <laughs> Sigourney's idea. I didn't know that. Yes. Oh I, so she didn't even know it was her idea to become the dog in Ghostbusters. So I know, Connie, we learn a lot of things from you every day. If anybody uh, sees the movie Ghostbusters, just know she didn't even realize it. She just really wanted to become a dog. Talked to Ivan Reitman about it a lot, who was the director. That's the other guy talking. And uh-huh. it was her idea to become the possessed dog, which is weird. Connie, it's weird when you watch the movie and you see her doing that. You're like, how did they get her to do that? Because it's goofy. It doesn't fit. Sigourney Speaking Weaver of movies, did you uh, did you know that Matthew McConaughey was supposed to be Jack in Titanic? How weird really? is that? I uh, had heard that. I think, Connie, you told me that. And Claire yeah. Danes almost played Rose. So it would have been Matthew McConaughey and Claire Danes. Oh. It's weird to think. I think uh-huh. they could have pulled it off, right? I'm king of the world, all right, all right. You well, know, we wouldn't know any different. I mean, we're just so used yeah. to it one way. You know, we wouldn't know anything any differently. Oh, right? yeah. Oh, yeah. There, no, what was it? You told me something this morning about uh, Affleck on the movie. Connie loves the movie Armageddon. I do love that movie. Yeah, so, it's such a, that's a fair If you remember back flick. to the movie, um, these, these guys who are oil drillers on Earth here, they were going up to an asteroid to try and blow it, to drill a hole, to put a bomb down this hole, to blow it up before it hit Earth. Okay, that's the whole premise of the movie. And so they have to train oil drillers to become astronauts so they can fly to the asteroid, right? Yeah. So apparently during the filming of the movie, Ben Affleck uh, went up to Michael Bay, who was the director, and he said, Dude, why is it easier to train oil drillers to become astronauts than it would have been to train astronauts to become oil drillers? Think about it. It's 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 a fair question for an actor a, to ask the director. It's a hilarious question, and Michael Bay told him to shut the blank up and walked away. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Bay's because like, oh, get Michael away from Bay. me, Ben Affleck. It would have been way easier to do it the other way, which is true, and I've never thought of that before. But that's hilarious yeah. to me. That makes I've me like never, And I've never actually, it, 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 I've never thought until you were mentioning that earlier as well, <laughs> off the air. Like, I never thought about the fact that, yeah, not only the oil dr- driller and the astronaut thing, but I never thought Michael Bay, who I have no idea, I don't know him, but I never imagined right. he would look at Ben Affleck and go, shut the bleep up. <laughs> like, well, that's kind of okay. weird. So Bruce Willis, I'm full of information today. So Bruce Willis was in Armageddon. Yes. Uh, Spoiler alert, he dies at the end. And 
he was originally supposed to star instead of Patrick Swayze. He was supposed to star in ghost with his then wife, Demi Moore. Oh, that's weird. He turned it down because he said he didn't understand how romance with a ghost could ever work. (laughs) Again, (laughs) these are, that's a weird one. Uh, Isn't that funny? That's a really, that's a, that's a weird one. That sounds stupid. No. What's the one about Twister, the movie Twister, which, by the way, I just saw. It's on Netflix. I just saw it like a week ago. So so when you think about it, it's a great movie. When, and when you think about it, like movies that have huge sound effects like that, obviously, they there's the sound effects in the, this movie, all a bunch of different tornadoes. So mm-hmm. in order to give each tornado a distinctive sound, the sound designers for Twister altered a recording of a camel's moan. And they lowered the pitch until it created like a creepy cavernous sound. Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> it was. And the funny thing is that examples. the movie was later nominated for a best sound Oscar that if year. You, nice. If you watch mm-hmm. the movie Twister for real, the, it's actually very extremely well done to the point where it holds up now. That's a great it, movie. It, it, I, my yeah. favorite part is when the cows fly by. It's just so cool. <laughs> I was about to say, it's the only part that doesn't hold up because the graphics are so bad on that. They <laughs> are bad. It bother me, though, Steve. We watch it, bro. They I watched bad. it a week ago, and I was like, okay. I mean, you know what? Yeah, but I was like, that's not that's that bad. That's your favorite part? The cow flying the by? The whole well, movie? Yeah, that's it. The only shit. That's my For only, some I'm reason, like, that nope. doesn't surprise me. Saw the cow thing. I'm tapped out. Gotta go. Next question of the day. Coming up about 8.15, what is something that you gave up doing and why? Whether you're happy about it or sad about it, what is something that you gave up doing and why? For instance, I've really given up, for the most part, shopping. I don't. I, yeah, I shop nothing like sh- I used to. And the, and the reason why shocker. is because I, I don't like, I don't need anything, and I enjoy saving money. I'm on a saving money kick right now. I totally get I, it. And that'll go away. It always does. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remind Dan right of that? It'll go away, Dan. Don't worry. Yeah. It'll go away. But for right okay. now. So you gave up shopping. Uh, what is something you gave up doing and why for the text question of the day? Steve paints little action figures, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm actually uh, just gave up on DVDs. Connie, can we finish the conversation we were having off the air just now with Steve? Yeah. I know we need Steve to move Steve just on ended from our friendship. We, yeah. Fish <laughs> oh, I and I that can no longer be friends with Steve. You, and you might as well have said that her mother was ugly. Like, that was really <laughs> offensive what you were doing to her off the air. It's <laughs> ironic. But it's funny because over the weekend, did you watch it Saturday night, Steve? No, it was two weekends ago that I watched it. But I just oh, totally it was. forgot okay. about it until we mentioned, um, what's his name? Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze. I can never remember his name. <laughs> Good Lord. So we were talking about movies and funny stories, like from the making of movies and whatever, uh, a few minutes ago. And then when we got to break, Steve goes, you know what I just saw for the first time? Roadhouse. What a stupid movie. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Dan yeah. and I just watched it on Saturday night. Uh, we got We went to bed real early, like nine. It was great. And we got in bed and just watched TV and blah, 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 whatever. And we were we were watching Roadhouse. And it's, I love that movie. Steve's like, it's so 80s. It's actually, <laughs> Roadhouse actually is, was such a huge hit and it's such great. a cult classic that they're mm-hmm. thinking of remaking it, much like they did Footloose. And it'll probably tank, much yeah, like Juliana Ho did in Footloose. 
So, you know, but I mean, they're thinking of redoing it for real. Steve hates Roadhouse. How is that yeah. even Steve possible? Steve hates bad. America. You might as well just hate America at this point because <laughs> Roadhouse is hand in hand. <laughs> I think that we, I think you should post a blog on the website, Steve, uh, for movies that you think that people think they need other people need to see. Like, for, like the Godfather, like Connie, would you say Roadhouse is a, like if you were dating Connie, you, you got to watch Roadhouse. No, I would say if you were dating me, yeah, you would, no, not even that. Cause I don't, I don't, most people hate sound of music. Um, I've never dated a guy who was like, yes, let's watch sound of music ever in my no, entire life. I don't ever yeah, see that, like that movie. That's yeah. a good movie. Oh no, I'm not surprised, but uh, <laughs> if you date me, you probably need to have seen the breakfast club, 16 candles, Haven't pretty in pink. Those go. are defining movies for me. Hardcore classics right there. Those are <laughs> yeah. cult. They, they, would they be cult classic? I don't know how I would, you would word it, but they were, they I were don't classic. Know. I don't even care. Yeah. Two out of the three of them are in my DVR right now. But Steve? can we get back to Steve hating Roadhouse for a minute? Yeah, go ahead. What the sure. H, man? Jeez. So it's what did you a, hate about it? Uh, well, f- one thing, too, is that because we even we watched, we watched Dirty Dancing a while ago, too. And... Patrick Swayze isn't a good actor. He's an okay actor. Agree. Oh, I agree with that. No, I agree <laughs> yeah. with that. Okay, yeah. Neither is Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves is no, a great exactly. actor either. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh-huh. I mean, sure. What? Take that, mm-hmm. Steve. I, I yeah. can't agree. Neither is Ben Affleck. He's not a great actor no. either. No, he's you know? a no, he, wa- he was, <laughs> though. Yeah, he's just as, as good as it gets, he was good. Or the, not good. He's yeah, good in good some well, things, and he's awful yeah. in some things. Hammer, in Jersey Girl, I feel like I'm reading along with him on a script. <laughs> yeah, pretty bad. You're right. You're it's right. Awful. I'll give you that. Yeah. yeah. So you didn't think Patrick Swayze w- was a great actor in this movie? He wasn't a great actor. No. In, uh, the Dirty only Dancing good either. thing about Roadhouse was Sam Elliott. Other oh, than that, the rest of the movie sucked. Like the plot sucked. Uh, the ending sucked. The ending. We were just laughing out loud. It's just like, what's even happening? This is so stupid. They were skinny um, dipping in a in a lake. Well, the, uh, the the big climactic scene before, not the oh the yeah, in the, yeah, no, in the in the animal rune, yeah. yeah, oh yeah, oh, come on, what about when the giant all the bear fighting falls in the movie the too? Was, <laughs> that was real dumb too. Oh, <laughs> Wait, on, what was man. dumb? What did you say, Fish? The giant bear fell falling on the fat guy. Cam Tinker, I think his name oh, was. Yeah, Why yeah, do I, I forget his name? But yeah, <laughs> I think it's Tinker. His I character was kind of funny. That guy, his character, because he was pretty stupid, but. <laughs> So he like embraced the the theme of the movie, which was stupidity. You should actually <laughs> wow. You should actually look at the last two texts that we got from two different brothers in pain, Connie. Mm-hmm. Two different brothers in pain have sent Steve a personal message. Oh. I'd start with the bottom one and then work your way up to the second one. Go ahead, Steve. Please right. read them out loud because I would like to hear them. Steve hates Roadhouse. Steve is an idiot. LOL. Uh, swear word, Steve. That's all. LOL. Aw, these are two old men. So I, yeah, that's Fish, why they like Steve, it. Steve, they're not old men. Actually, <laughs> one of them's in their thirties, oh. and the other one is a little over thirty. Well, a lot over thirty. One of them, yeah, might a lot be over thirty. Though. Twenty years. Under, over 30. <laughs> yeah, might be under fifty. So there, there is that. Okay, good point. Though we move on. Sorry. Text question of the day is coming up at about eight fifteen. What is something that you gave up doing, and why? What is something that you gave up doing and why? Has anybody said smoking? Yeah, we've gotten quite a few of those. Yeah. Quite a few of those, actually. So and uh, drinking as well. So, yeah, yeah apparently Connie and I have uh, given uh, given up as of today on educating Steve on great movies. 
because he was dogging Roadhouse. <laughs> you know, and, and, and I know we got to do this rando text, though, but I've got to read these to you real quick, Connie, because one of them actually just made me snort. Steve, okay. uh, one person that said, fish, Steve. That's all, LOL. <laughs> uh, but he didn't say fish, obviously. Right. Uh, and uh, Steve called him an old man, and that guy uh, said, Steve, I, I got your old man, Stevie. And that was funny. I don't know what that means. Somebody else said, it's like, yo, bro, I got your old man right here. That's- it's an old comeback, Steve. Yeah. yeah. Steve. Catch I, up. I you got to catch up. Yeah. I, catch uh, up. It's an old man comeback. Okay, I got it. Wow. An old uh, comeback. Somebody else said, you're now the click of five. There's no more click of six listeners that listen to your show. I can't listen now that Steve confessed to hating Roadhouse. Laugh face, cry face, laugh face, cry face. And then finally, uh-huh. Bill messaged in, and Bill said, seriously, Steve, you don't like Roadhouse? You probably love that movie Speed, which is gosh awful. <laughs> Speed is pretty bad, but I'd rather uh, watch that over Roadhouse. Keanu was pain. I watched that last weekend, too, uh, two weekends ago, and that was pain. that's painful. Yeah, that movie is painful. It, that, it does hurt. He's it does hurt actor. a little bit. We got an email. Uh, subject line was Steve and Roadhouse. And it says, it's OK, Steve. To quote Cat Stevens. And then he put in parentheses. He was a musician from back in the olden days. Mm-hmm. Quote, it's not time to make a change. Just relax. Take it easy. You're still young. That's your fault. There's so much you have to know. And well, then he I'll said, be- some someday you will know. LOL. Have a great day, guys. Nah, <laughs> he won't. Advice. He won't. He won't no, know. No. That will it's not happen. It's going to be a bad movie. <laughs> no, nope, he, he will not. He will never understand it's, the glory of the movie. House. Okay, let's do a rando. It's time. You mad? Rando, texto, message out via Apo, free download in the Apo Staro. Okay, so uh, this one is uh, for somebody getting married at the end of this month. First and foremost, congratulations. That's awesome. Yay. So says we're getting married at the end of this month with about 10 or so family and friends in a park. There you mm-hmm. go. And it goes on to say it's all fine and great, but the reception we moved to August is supposed to have 50, remember this number, 50 to 75 people attending. Due to COVID-19, I'm not sure what to do. Here's what happened. We already pushed the reception back, so I don't want to push it back again. The reception hall says they will hold it, but everybody has to be six at the reception, six feet apart at all times. Talk about like a middle school dance, wearing masks, which is also supposed to be a pasta buffet. I don't know how you do that. And you can only have a max of 50 people. So we would have to tell some that they couldn't come. Mm. How the fish do you explain to someone? Well, sorry, you didn't make our top 50. So there's that goes on to say finally uh some have said we can just cancel and just let people know why whereas my thought uh, whereas my thought though was maybe a virtual reception but is that feasible with that many people someone has to uh have an idea with a click of six that can provide some insight on what to do or not do in this situation i have an idea but i'm gonna hold on to it what do you guys think so they're getting married in a park with 10 Family members there, ten people there They're covered there. Then they yeah. then they want to have the reception. Um, so I don't know why. Why would everybody know that you can only have ten? That you can only have fifty people. So I think because this, this because this listener is like you fish with diarrhea of the mouth, where they tell everybody everything, and instead of just inviting the fifty closest people to you. They went around and told everybody. So now everybody knows if they don't get invited, then they're not in the top 50. <laughs> so 
Yeah. Let me say this. <laughs> right? Me, Stop talking, people. Stop talking. When Alicia and I got married almost a month to the day after Connie and Dan, uh, that just happened to be weirdness, right? They were together mm. well, much longer than Alicia and I. And uh, when Alicia and I got married, we had just bought a new home. We did a Sunday brunch, wedding, and reception to save money. And we couldn't afford to invite everybody we wanted to invite. And I lost a couple good friendships because of it, unfortunately. Uh, because I didn't explain to those people, hey, look, here's the situation. Instead, I just kind of wished it would go away, right? Right. That was on me. Right. So that part right. of it is on me. Learning that being lesson. said, uh, I will tell you this. Well, Steve, what do you think they should do? I mean, if I were them, I would probably just... I, I don't know how far they are along to securing the venue, but maybe even just look into doing an outdoor park one, and then that way you don't have to deal with all these restrictions, and then you can yeah, just have your idea. pasta bar and everything. It's a good idea. I mean, I wouldn't attend in any way, shape, or form if it's outdoors or indoors. That's the other thing, too, is that I don't... Maybe there'd be 25 people of your 75 that just wouldn't want to go at all because of COVID, so... Maybe you Here's don't my have thing. to worry about that. Interesting. And I want yeah. you to think about this because we've all been to a wedding. We've all been to a wedding reception. This reception again at the end of August. They're getting married at the end of this month. End of August is the reception. My thing is uh, exactly what a brother in pain just texted in, which is tell the uh, reception hall to pack it, cancel it, uh, go rent a circus tent someplace and have it at your own place or somebody's yeah. yard. Uh, yeah. I would tell the reception hall to go away because you cannot have a successful wedding reception when everybody has to be six feet apart at all times. That doesn't well, even make sense. Well, and what is somebody at the wedding reception going to walk around and, and enforce that? Yeah, please. <laughs> That's like, just I, weird. I and that doesn't even sound worth it to me. Originally, because I, I had emailed him back and said, man, I would just do it. Just do it if you want to do it. Because he also yeah. said in here, he said, let's be honest, part of a reception is people buy you presents. And if we don't get a reception, do you honestly expect anybody to buy you anything? So he wants the presents. Yeah. Yeah, they want. Okay. Well, of course they do. Yeah. They're getting married, you know. Think of the money. If, and I don't even know if the reception hall will give you all your money back. But think of the money that you will save by not having a wedding reception. You could buy a lot yeah. of presents for yourself. You know, right? And maybe some people I mean, would that's still true. send you a gift. Yeah, that's you know? true. I mean, thousands of dollars potentially, right? Some people, if they just come to your wedding, but if you're only having 10 people at your wedding, then the rest of these people aren't invited. I would not have the reception at, the, at that hall. No, I wouldn't I'd be done with that. And um, I like what Steve said, and I would go to somebody's reception right now. Somebody had a reception and it was outdoors. I'd be there. Absolutely. I would too. I would too. So that's yeah. two out of three of us right now who mm -hmm. say that we would be there. So... That's what I would do. I would I would cancel it and do it either in my backyard or do it if you can, you know, I don't know how you go about doing that. You probably have to get a permit and stuff to do it at a park, but I would do it at a park and, and just have somebody come in and cater it and, and easy peasy just text, food. Somebody just texted in, Connie, said, by the end of August, these restrictions could very well be list, lifted. We can have 250 more people outside. So like Steve said, do it in the outside of the park and then 250 people. They clearly want the reception. I'm assuming it's for more than the gifts. That they want to celebrate their no, marriage their with wedding. their friends and family. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. So they want the whole that, shebang. Yeah. Pers personally, uh, the virtual wedding thing. By the way, the virtual reception. I have. I, we have friends. We all have friends that are DJs, and uh, a mutual friend of mine and Connie's has been doing. He owns a business, and he's been doing virtual wedding receptions since COVID started. 
Yeah, yeah see, I, mean, I think just, that's weird. It, it, it's been pretty successful for family members that maybe were too old. Like, he's going to keep doing it on the side. So, like, yeah. you'll have your wedding reception, and he'll broadcast it virtually for, like, grandma that can't fly, right? right. Yeah, or something like that. Or Aunt, you know, Aunt Joanna who is can't fly or whatever it is. Yeah. So. I don't think I would do just a virtual reception, but if you make it so people who can't come can watch it and kind of be involved, that would be cool. But I think just having a virtual reception, I'd rather not have one at all. Why pay somebody for everybody to be in their own homes? I, I don't know. I just think it's weird. I, I would somebody, cancel it before I do that. Somebody else texted and said they should do their wedding virtually for everybody, for the older generation that would want to see that, uh, that portion also, uh, the, do the tent. Everybody's saying the tent thing. And yeah, now, I mind think the you, tent though, is the way to go. A tent at the end of August. Think of that. It could be really yeah, hot. Yeah, sounds hot. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, not sexy hot. Hot. <laughs> or it could be real sexy hot. Yeah, it's always it's nothing sexier <laughs> than a bunch of uh, sweaty people in white shirts, right? Yeah. I mean, that sounds kind of hot. <laughs> yeah. But, the, you know, I mean, it's it's about more than being hot. It's their wedding day. They want to be able to have everybody there. And the other, the having it at the hall, there's way too many rules that go along with that right now. It's just not ideal. I, I would rather have it outside and be able to have all those 75 people there. Yeah. Invite every single one of them. And, control. you know, yeah. yeah, do your own thing. It's not like, you know, and also, though, mind you this, too, I would imagine, and I'm curious to see where this goes. We love the follow-ups, but I would imagine the hall is not going to give them all their money back. You know, there's probably yeah, like know. a... Yeah, in these times, and I, I would assume they're not going to get them all their money back, but they could still save some money, maybe put that money towards the tent in a big yard. Somebody else came up with a great idea, though. Uh, one, well, one person said, man, I feel for couples getting married this year. I'm glad that we eloped. That's from a sister with a brain. Somebody yeah, else my best said, friend uh, was supposed to get married last Saturday, and I called her Saturday morning. I'm like, I'm sorry you're not getting married today. She's like, it's such a perfect day, too. It was, too. Oh, it would have been yep. perfect. Does she know what she's going to do yet, or is that too personal to ask right now? She does not know what she's going to do yet, no. That's tough. Because he Uh, lives in another state, and he's in the military, and he's going overseas in a few months, and it's just a a whole, and yeah, it's a whole mess. So, so, Connie, I think this is a brilliant idea for if this person wants to use this reception hall where they can only have 50 guests, and they really want to invite up to about 70, right? And they planned on that, but because of covid the reception hall is like, well, wait a minute. You know, you can't do that. I, I clarify the six feet apart, too. So if Connie and I are married and we go to your wedding reception, I have to be six feet apart from Connie, even though we live well, together? Well, that's the thing. They're not going to know who lives together and who right. doesn't live together. So it's just exactly. a weird thing. I would just omit the reception hall and be done with that. And look okay. into something else. I like the tent thing in a park. Two quick hits for you, because I know we got to go. You ready, Con? Yeah, yeah. Okay, one of them says uh, event venues are mandated by the state to 25% capacity. Masks are also mandated for indoor facilities. The venue's hands are tied. That's a great point. It's not like they're doing right. it to be mean. That's why right? I think you should just omit the, the venue. Go someplace else. It, yeah, it's not the venue's fault without you a doubt. Can we still all know do, that. No, but you can still do what you want. You don't, I mean, you don't have to yeah. do it there. Yeah. Well, and finally, this idea, if you do want that venue, if it means a lot to you for some reason, why not rotate the guests instead of having them all come at one time? Huh. That's a good so idea. So you take That's an interesting 40 idea. of them yeah. can come at one time, and then they some of yeah. them go bye-bye, like maybe the younger people. It's kind of like how after the polka dance at the wedding, you know, the older people kind of start to disappear so the youngsters can play their hip music. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. okay. Those are Barbara, all good ideas. Go. 
Well, hopefully, hopefully we get an email back because I know he's listening right now. So hopefully we get an email back and he lets us Good know luck, what brother. decide to do. No kidding. Good luck. Text question of the day today is what is something that you gave up doing? And then tell us why you gave it up. Maybe it was for health reasons. Maybe it was because somebody in your life hated it. Maybe it's because you started hating it. Who knows? Maybe but. it's because your wife was like, we can't date anymore. We're married. Whatever it was. <laughs> You can throw that out there. <laughs> Text us. You're going to be anonymous. You're welcome. All right. Something that you gave up doing and then tell us why. We'll do that coming up in about 15 minutes. Or so. Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. With Connie and Fish. Connie and Fish. Oh, you naughty, naughty millennials and Gen Z people. Oh, yeah. You guys want the good stuff, don't you? Yeah, you do. Yeah. What are you talking You want about? it all night long. The more sugar in your cereal, the better. That's what you're saying. According to a new study... Millennials are not looking for healthy options when it comes to their cereal. No, they want that sweet, <laughs> sweet, super sugar-loaded crisp cereal. Can't get enough super sugar crisp. Give me some sugar. Super. Yeah. <laughs> they want some of that sweet, sweet sugar. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> no, Remember I that? don't, actually. No. Right. Hold on, hold on. Here's a little more. For sugar crisp is my reward. Start your day with a good breakfast featuring post-super sugar crisp. It's a honey-sweet vitamin treat. Yeah. Why are all these commercials that you play from like 50 years ago? I don't know. They're I've so just... old. Aren't they fun though? Don't you? You want know more? what? It's funny that you bring up cereal because I have I I don't really eat that much cereal. Um, we we had healthy cereal and oatmeal every day of my life growing up. Yeah. Um, and ugh. so when I got to college, I I found Crunch Berries and Captain Crunch, and oh my gosh, and then I put on 30 pounds. But whatever. But um, so now I don't really eat a lot of cereal. Like we don't have any cereal in this house right now. Okay. Um, but it's funny because when we went camping, my parents would buy or my mom would buy those individual cereals that you can just slice open the box, right? Love those. And yeah. you can put your milk right in the box. So mm-hmm. easy Didn't clean up when you're you camping. Told me. Never knew that my whole life till you told me. My mother really? was not informative. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You would just slice it down the middle. And then open that up, and then, yeah, you would put the milk right there in the box. And every time we went camping, I would try to eat the sugar smacks. And that was the only time I ever had sugar smacks in my whole life. And for some reason, every summer now, I crave sugar smacks. Isn't that funny? That, and it's it's a weird, (laughs) I get it. I get it. Do you know what Dunkaroos are? That's another cereal. I don't know if it was back in the day, though. Yeah, is that a thing, a Dunkaroo? That no, that was after you and I were kids. Okay, because Dunkaroo cereal is apparently going to start to surface as well. General Mills oh said. Goodness. Yeah, that's a, that's a thing. <laughs> Sounds healthy. Yeah, right. again, millennials and Gen Z are saying when they were surveyed, they were like, "No, we don't care about healthy cereal. We just want." Well, weren't sweet, Dunkaroos sweet like a snack? I think they I think were. A so. snack, yeah, not so a Dunkaroos cereal. were like a little animal cracker that you dunked into frosting. Yeah. Right. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> sounds mm. kind of wonderful. Uh, <laughs> Senator Ted Cruz got a, a little bit, a little bit uh, political, but in a fun way for you. Uh, Senator uh, Ted Cruz uh, didn't like a tweet that Hellboy star Ron Perlman. Do you know who that is, Connie? I know Steve probably no. does. No. Ron Perlman. You'd know him if you saw him. So he's one of those stars, right? Okay. Like where he's a B star. You'd know him if you saw him, but he's in the star movie Hellboy. Is Hellboy the movie with all the pins in his face? No. 
No, that's uh, the Hellraiser, I think. Yeah, Hellraiser. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ugh, I hate so that sen- guy. Senator Ted like- Cruz didn't like a tweet that Hellboy star Ron Perlman sent about rep Jim Jordan, so he challenged Ron to wrestle Jim. Perlman Who's then Jim? challenged Ted to wrestle him instead. Uh, Senator uh, oh. Representative Jim Jordan. Yeah. Oh. So okay. Ted Cruz is like, I don't like this tweet that you wrote. You should wrestle him. And then Ron Perlman That's- said. I chan- I want to wrestle you instead. And here's a clip. Hey, hey, that's enough. Break it up, okay? Break it up, okay? So dumb. Okay. There you go. So, so dumb. It's just so you know, there's some fun politics for you. And then finally, here's a not so fun thing to do. I, I know that you thought that that was amazing, Connie. I could hear you. That was amazing. Not- mm-hmm. Yeah, Pretty not good. saying so dumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, here's a here's a wild thing. Uh, be careful with your meat cleaver. I don't know if you've heard this story. No. There's a dude in China who walks into the hospital, totally calm. Uh, okay. He's wearing uh, jeans and a white T-shirt. He arrives at the hospital, and uh, I'm looking at a photo of it right now. I, I want to be able to bond with you guys. So if either one of you were to, if you checked our email, Connie, the Connie and Fish email, mm-hmm. in the next few seconds, you'll see a link where you can see him as well. Okay. He walks into the hospital. He's got his jeans and his T-shirt on, and in the, the top of his forehead is a giant, bloody-soaked meat cleaver. Uh, what happened? Well, he uh, apparently, uh, footage taken of the hospital shows patient on the bed with a huge knife in his head. He said there was an altercation with an unnamed attacker. Okay. He said that he was fighting, and somebody tried to hit him in the... Like, can you imagine? Don't, first of all, put a meat cleaver into somebody's head. It's rude. But <laughs> yes. Why do you Don't even have right. a meat cleaver? What does a meat cleaver do? Does it grab meat? It cleaves the meat. It chops up the meat. Like oh, yeah. and it, it chops up the meat, so it's a big giant knife. Is it the big the fat knife? Yeah. It's, it's the big yeah, fat it's the one knife. That's like, like the a wide big, one. Re- big long rectangle. Re- rectangle. A rectangle. Yeah. Okay. A rectangle. Yeah, Cuz it's going to wreck your face. <laughs> it wrecked this guy's face. He's going to have that's a scar for sure. That's what a meat sure. cleaver is. I thought uh-huh. a meat cleaver was it had like a hook on it or something. Can you see the photo right now, Connie, of this meat cleaver? No, it's not cut. The email's not coming through. Oh, sorry. Must be my no. internet. Okay. No. Well, anyway, this meat cleaver or uh that is definitely going to wreck in his head. Oh, wait, hold on. It didn't send. That's on me. Okay, there you go. Okay, anyway, so (laughs) were they able to fix him? I mean, that's just a weird Well, yeah, he's alive. They pulled it out. He's okay. okay. Much like this hospital also recently had somebody show up. I'm not even kidding uh, with uh, an arrow uh, in this guy's chest, which was about 0.2 centimeters or whatever from his heart. Uh, There seemed to be weird fighting techniques going on. It was a crossbow bolt in China. Uh, okay. It was earlier in the week before the meat cleaver incident. It was 0.2 inches from the dude's heart, and he had a crossbow arrow. Here's my point. I'm not a fighter by nature. I know you look at me and you think that man's a scrapper and could really hurt somebody. Oh, yeah. But it's just not mm. true. It's not who I am. So I would rather discuss it or verbally fight it rather than physically fight oh, it because I don't gosh. see the point. Right? Right. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think I can effectively say whether it's this time, whatever, everything going on in the world or another time. Don't shoot your friend with a crossbow bolt and don't put a meat cleaver in the guy's forehead. It's rude (laughs) and it's going to leave a mark. So the guy guy is alive. He was having a fight. And it's funny because his friends are right next to him. And he's like touching each side of his head like he's got a headache in the photo. And there's just a... (laughs) 
Just giant flavor. meat flavor. Right it's like an SNL skit. And he was totally right. calm, Connie. He wasn't freaking out. Wow. He was like, yeah, can you that's where out? That's probably one of those times where you can't look in the mirror. Because if you look no. in the mirror, then you see what's going on. Oh, then you yeah. might have a heart attack. You it's know? like looking right down when you're high in the air. You know, like for heights, if heights make Ugh. you nervous. It's like when you yeah. look down and you get the woozies. If you look in Let's the mirror, talk about no. spontaneity. Well, like a meat cleaver in the head. Got so it. supposedly we, we each make over 6,700, 6,700 spur of the moment decisions every year. That's about 18 a day. You guys think you do wow. that? 18 a day? 18 I mean, spur of the moment decisions. Seems a bit high. No. I mean, I guess like, daddy, I want a cookie. And you're in your head, you're like, oh, she already okay. have one. She's lying to me about it. Okay, Charlotte, here's a cookie. You know what I mean? Spur that would be a spur decision. of the moment decision. Were you in my house yesterday? <laughs> no, no, I know your kid. Steve, the sky is blue. Your kid wants a cookie. Like, <laughs> so they can be as small reaching. as that, or they can be big too. Well, this okay. this is they're talking about spontaneity and how spontaneous we are. And spur of the moment decisions has, you know, something to do with that. But I don't know. Sixty seven hundred seems like a lot of spur of the moment decisions. Hamburger. Yeah. That's a lot um, of decisions. But supposedly like four fifths of us think that we are a spontaneous person to some degree. Hmm. Now, right. you guys, man, I wish I I don't think I am. I'd like to say I was. But I don't think yeah. I am. I think I'm pretty predictable. I, you could set a clock to me in a lot of ways. I mean, 10 mm. to 1 says, you guess I'm on the couch, you're probably right. But beyond Yeah, yeah but that's, that's, that's not being spontaneous. Spontaneous is you're sitting on the couch. Alicia comes in and says, hey, it's Friday at 2 in the afternoon. Let's go take a drive up north and find a cabin to rent and stay there for the weekend and come back on Sunday. And then boom, I, you leave. Then you're spontaneous. This ties in with the conversation you and I were having, I think, yesterday, Connie. Sometimes, Steve, I don't know if you know this or not, Connie and I will talk off the air on the phone with each other and just have a conversation. No. And we were talking (laughs) yesterday, and uh, I was talking about getting another dog, and you were saying, man, I don't miss having a dog because of the freedom, right? The responsibility of the dog. Yeah, And that the dog factor really messes up that, because I would love to be able to do that. But no, I'm not spontaneous. But would you do that? It's like people who say, so. well, I don't want to have kids because then we can't travel or we can't do the nasty all the time. We can't yeah. do it on the kitchen floor or whatever. And you're like, yeah. would you, do you ever really actually do that? <laughs> would you do no. that anyway? Or is that just a weird excuse? And by the way, you don't have to make an excuse. We don't want. I was kids. more apt for the kitchen floor when I was a renter rather than when you own it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Really? Yeah, it seems like it worth, would be the opposite. I know, it's right? Yeah. Losing yeah. a deposit. <laughs> it's, and it's always and easier when you have like a gross floor. Yeah. If, if you have an unfinished basement, it's always, but anyway, I would say no, you're right. You're not That's spontaneous. Steve, do you think you are? I used to be really spontaneous. Now I hate the idea of it. I don't like that. That thing that you're the hypothetical, you just gave fish about going up North, like on a yeah. Friday or whatever. Yeah. That's happened to me a couple of times where Brittany's come up with that and I shot it down all except for one time because she was I could tell she really, really wanted to go and needed a nice break. So we ended up going up north. But I, th- I hate stuff like that. There's got to be some sort of pre-plan now. Like, I don't yeah. know why or when it changed exactly. But, yeah, you got to plan it out. I wonder, if it, I wonder if women are more spontaneous because Dan shoots me down for stuff like that, too, because I'm the person who would be like, you know what? We have nothing going on this weekend. 
let's go up north and blah, 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 and he'll, he'll shoot me down. Totally. Really? But if we plan it, it's totally fine. Mm-hmm. Yes. Really? Well, I'm yeah. sorry. No, but Dan, I've always thought Dan was kind of spontaneous, live by the sea, that, you know, no. to a degree. To a degree. No, Dan That's likes to plan really. things, too. He likes to yeah. plan things, too. Yeah. I think about some things I'm more spontaneous than Alicia, where Alicia, Alicia is the, hey, let's go to, not up north, but happy hour, or there's a new restaurant my friends told me about. You want to try it? Or when you, when you right. would go to restaurants back in the day, right? right? But when we went to, Alicia and I saved for a while, and years ago, we went to England. It was kind of cool. It was right before my mom passed, so I got to put video and pictures up for my mother, and it meant a lot to her. Mm-hmm. So whatever. One of the days that we were in England, and Alicia had a lot she wanted to do. So she planned out all of England. Boom, boom, right. boom, boom, boom. And this is our three-hour free time window. We can go do this, that, whatever. She planned it out meticulously. It was She mm-hmm. worked hard on it, whatever. I said, hey, I want to take that little train over and go to Paris because it's you take a train ride, you it's a one-day trip, right? right. Mm-hmm. This will be fun. And she goes, okay, you take care of the Paris-France portion. I'll take care of the England. So I right. talked to my buddy that had just been to Paris. He said, you want to go to this Hermes, Hermes or whatever chocolate shop? Mm-hmm. And, you know, go look at the big stick, whatever, yeah. Eiffel Tower. Yeah. Uh, and he said, stay away from the Champs-Élysées. And I'm like, there's no way. That's shopping, right? That's like a Rodeo mm-hmm. Drive. You got it, whatever. Mm-hmm. So we go there. And she's like, okay, so what are we doing as we're on the way there? And I'm like, oh, well, I'll get off the train. It's right about, let me see a map. I'll figure this out. Okay. Oh, we're closest to the Champs-Élysées. We'll go there. Why don't we walk right to the big stick, though, to see if you want to go up it? Because she's afraid of heights as well. We right. walk to the big stick. She doesn't want to go up. She goes, what's next? I had not really planned it at all. It drove it drove her nuts because I couldn't find the chocolate shop. We got lost for like two hours, but at the end of the day, <laughs> we were sitting in a cafe looking at the big stick, drinking wine with some French dude, and it was fun, right? right? right. So I didn't right. see what the big deal was. But it, if you asked her, she'd go, "Oh, Mister Spontaneous, it doesn't always work." Well, you got your <laughs> wine and your French crap, and you got to sit and look at the big stick. What did it matter, right? Yeah. So yeah. I'd say I'm more spontaneous and when it comes to that stuff. And she likes to plan stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah. if it's a restaurant or a weekend, like a weekend up north, it would drive her nuts. We have many examples of when I've said, let's go just wing it, and it gives her anxiety. No, nope, no. Nope, <laughs> yeah, and I like works. to do that, too. Like I said to Dan, let's just drive out east. Let's just go to the airport and, like, on a vacation. Let's just go to the airport and set a limit for ourselves. Like, okay, we're not going to buy a plane ticket any more expensive than blank amount of money. And then oh, awesome. pick a place and let's just go. But that would never happen. See, that I think that's around. great. That's so fun. I think so too. Yeah. You don't know where you're going to end up. Who knows? But it would be fun. Chances are you'd probably see something new and you know you're going to have fun anyway. You're with your person, you know? When you're talking about yeah, spontaneity. I think it's cool. Well, the weekend Alicia met my parents for the first time, which you know is always an interesting time meeting them for the first time, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we came from Wisconsin to Michigan. And for some oil line or something had broken, like in the lower okay. part of the state. And okay. every, ho- and I didn't book a hotel. Every hotel in the state was booked. I know, Connie, you've heard this before, but we went up to go to, I'm like, we're going to end up in Mount Pleasant. It's where I went to college. It's a fun town. Tons of hotel rooms. Everything was booked. We ended up in some really dirty, random 45 minutes north of it was disgusting. So I never, I find 80 How never works out for she? me. Oh, oh she was gosh. living. She was living. It was not a hot night. That is hilarious. That yeah, no fun for your boy. Put it that way. 
Yeah, so uh, yeah, it was definitely that's not hilarious. a fun day. Yeah, that's I mean that's hilarious. Just, I like spontaneity though. I'm I'm with you. Well, over half of us have gone on a last minute trip in the last five years. Wow. And almost all of those people said it made them happier. So, see. Yes, they're fun. You see what you see. You just can't be. I, I don't know. I don't know if you have a type A personality, if you can do that. You know, it's funny because right. I have a friend who she's she's very type A and I am not. And we we laugh because um, we've actually gone places together and we've traveled. We travel well together. But she has to like put that hat away because I'm not planning like that trip with Alicia planning the whole thing and every minute and we have three hours of free. That sounds absolutely awful to me. Yeah. <laughs> That's not yeah. my kind of vacation. You know, I want to go. I get relax, it. Which is why I don't do a bunch of trips like that. I'll do that when I'm old and I have all the time in the world. Yeah. yeah and, and you'll do it with a bunch of other old people on a tour Yeah, because you come back we, from a yeah. trip like that. It's like, I mean, you come back from a trip like that and you're more tired than you were when you left work. You know what I mean? Steve, yeah, here's cool, what you, but here's what you should do. All right, okay. and I, mm-hmm. I'm throwing out an idea for you. Okay, yeah. Once, wow. uh, once your wife drops the kid, and uh, six months later, whatever, maybe the beginning of next year, yeah, you, you go, you get your parents to watch the their grandkids, and you surprise her. You do Connie's airport idea. It's ridiculously romantic. You'll probably have a third kid nine months later. Uh, well, then no, <laughs> then, then that's I'm just what you right want. Down. No. Isn't that yeah. just what you want? No. You inherited another baby dog. <laughs> We're like hooking you up here, man. No. This- oh, Connie, I got, I got to tell you something. If you look outside uh, right now and you look at that beautiful blue sky and you think later, uh, my fellow gingers and I will be burning our flesh away from that sweet, sweet sun. Yeah, it sucks. No. Wear suntan lotion. You're gonna. I'm just gonna say you gotta put suntan lotion on, right? Hey, that's what I hate every time I see a beautiful day. Just as a ginger, this is what we go through. This is the pain that we go oh, through. I know. Yeah, every time we see it, we have to. Okay, here we go. Why don't here you bring a comes. hat? That'll help with your face part. Yeah, I know. fish is coming over that. today. We're having a pool day. Steve yeah, and refuses I never wear to leave the house. or go near water. <laughs> yeah. Unless he may maybe bathe. I'm gonna go for a walk where there's no water. So oh, that sounds um, lame. Enjoy that sweaty, <laughs> boring walk. Yeah, right. Seriously, dude. That I'll sounds enjoy. that sounds zero fun. Like uh, the fun level to me sounds like zero fun. Let's talk about the text question of the day. You can still weigh in if you haven't done so yet. What is something that you have given up doing? And then uh, please tell us why. Why'd you give it up? I gave up. Shopping like a crazy person because I like to save money now. Yeah. And some of these responses, most of them are positive, Connie. They're life building. Like, for example, yeah, that's good. you're not shopping like a crazy person and your savings account's getting better, right? Mm-hmm. There you go. Kind of logical. I'm uh, not buying DVDs anymore, uh, Blu rays anymore, uh, mm-hmm. because you can get them all on, you know, blind basically, right? So my savings account getting better. Or, for example, the other one I said, dating when I got married. Alicia is a happier person if I'm not dating other people. Works out well for her. <laughs> it's weird how that works. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. But Steve, may, his makes me a little sad because his was Peyton as little guy. And yeah. uh, it's just because he doesn't have time. He's his Warhammer figurines. Yeah. 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 They're weird and little dresses. And okay. So what is something that you gave up doing and then tell us why? Uh, right out of the gate, one of the, my favorite ones was uh, the favorite, but not. I'm not picking on this person. They said, uh, keeping my high school figure. I lost it after I had a kid at 20. I've been trying to find it for years. I give up. I like food. 
Laugh face, laugh face, laugh face. Tired. Food makes me happy. I didn't even have a kid and I lost my high school figure. I never had a high school figure. So there you go. Yeah, you did. Wow. Fluffy. Fluffy fish. <laughs> Everybody's got a figure. It's yeah, just, that's true. You know. Yeah. Some figures are better. Same. Some are like potatoes mm-hmm. and some are like mm-hmm. crazy eights. And Steve says he's the same, which is not accurate with yeah. a comment he made about a month ago where he said he's gained some weight from the COVID. Yeah, probably like 10 pounds. Pretty close. Is that still on you, even though you're going for all those walks? I don't know. I'll have to weigh myself today and see what's up with that. Or that don't. Really re- who cares? Yeah. Or don't. Who I don't even know if I actually have a scale or not. I don't know. Oh, my oh, God. I'll, I'll go eyeball it. <laughs> I want to kick him in the junk <laughs> so bad right now. All right. I, what I, is something that you God. gave up doing and why? Anyway, uh, somebody else said dating. I just uh, wasn't meeting the, the kind of guy I was looking for. After being single for about 10 years now, I figured, you know what? The odds of finding that guy are just getting slimmer and slimmer every day. So I'm done looking. God, faith, the universe, whatever. We'll just have to basically drop him in my lap at this point. LOL. Well, you know what they say? The minute you stop looking, that'll happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know if that's true, but yeah, that's what they say. Somebody else said, check this one out. On June 18th, it'll be uh, 17 years. Or sorry, on June 18th, it'll be seven years since I've had a drink. I almost lost the job nice. I have. Uh, I've had since I was 21. I'm 44 now. It's wow. by far the best decision I have ever made. Wow, good for you. Respect. Yeah, Respect. yeah absolutely. Uh, somebody else said, uh, actually, you know what? I'm going to move that to number one because I couldn't agree with it more selfishly. Something that All you right. gave up doing and why. That's what we're looking for for the text question of the day. Drinking, I don't have a tolerance for it, and it's expensive. expensive. Somebody else said having my nails done and my hair professionally done to help save money when we were mm. in a tight spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody else said uh, sniffing glue. It won't keep my family together. I don't know what that means. Somebody else said smoking so I can live to see my great, 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 great grandkids. There's not really that many greats. <laughs> you're going to be like, I was like 300. Wow. Okay. I was like, you're going to be like 300 years old. It's pretty. That's pretty impressive. Somebody else gave up drinking on January 27th of 2012. They go on mm-hmm. to say my mom passed away in 2010, took care of my dr- my grieving and my drinking. The only time I wasn't drinking when I was uh, was when I was working. In the process of my drinking, I had three mini strokes, with the first one being the worst. Wow. After my third one, the doctor said, if you don't quit drinking, you're going to die. Wow. So, uh, and she goes on to say, I miss my mom immensely. I wasn't ready to see her. I've been sober eight years now. I can't even good stand the smell of alcohol. Respect. Yeah, Respect. good for you. Anything that you love doing like that, it's so hard. So anybody who can quit something that they're, you know, that they have an addiction to, man, that's just amazing because it takes a lot of work. Addiction is a very, very powerful, powerful Mm -hmm. word. I remember many, many years ago, Connie and I were doing the show maybe 15 years ago. And remember somebody said food. I think it was somebody that was working with us that said food was not addictive. I think uh, it was an expert fish. I think it was some sort of, I don't know, some person we were interviewing. They were like, no, there's no such thing as a food addiction, and Fish just lost it. Oh, I lost my crap on him, Steve. I'm like, whatever, Dr. (laughs) Dorkestein, or whatever his name was. I can't remember. (laughs) Obviously, it's Dorkestein. (laughs) Doctor, I can't remember who you are. He goes on to get some show called Dr. Oz. I'm like, whatever, dude. All right. So, (laughs) Dr. Oz, give me a break. What's something you gave up doing and why? Uh, Negative people in my life. Wait, hold on one sec. Oh, Okay. okay. Hold on one sec because the. I hate, don't you hate when the dictionary does this? I looked up the the definition of addiction. It says 
the fact or condition of being addicted to a particular substance, thing, or activity. You can't use the word in the definition of the word. I, I know. I know. I know. I know. And then another one says addiction is a brain disorder characterized by compulsive engagement and rewarding stimuli despite adverse consequences. Yeah, that's what I said, too, for the dictionary. You can't use the word in there. So Um, I looked up the word addicted, Connie, and the word addicted says physically and mentally dependent on a particular substance, unable to stop taking it without incurring adverse effects or being or having an addiction. Or so having there too. No. <laughs> I added the last part, dog. I know. I added the last part. The, okay, go we're going to do the top five yeah. next. Connie, we've gotten a great top five this year. And uh, I do want to point out that you are anonymous. A couple people were like uh, kind of dogging on some people. So if we don't get to yours, we'll post them online too on the station website. They were dogging on people. Oh, yeah. What well, sometimes, yeah, well, bad relationships, bad friendships. Oh, a couple people I name see. dropped. And I was like, oh, okay, we don't need to, we're not going to go there. <laughs> gotcha. All right, so, all right, top five-ish. What is something that you gave up doing, and then why? Connie Fish, I gave up painting. I used to be very uh, artistic, and I made acrylic and oil paintings for friends and families for gifts, and I would hang them in my house. But now mm. I have two small children, and I, I guys, I just don't have the time. Mm-hmm. That sucks. <laughs> Listen yeah. to Steve. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, here he goes. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I feel this guy right here, Brother in Pain, said, I gave up on house plants because they always seem to be re- uh, get really, really dry and not grow anymore. Maybe I should take up different <laughs> kinds, like maybe a cactus. <laughs> what? Or water them. <laughs> Actually, that's Connie a, and I had a, the an idea. <laughs> exact conversation off the air. Uh, once in a while, Connie and I will talk off the air on our phones. And yeah, uh, I said, Connie, we somebody could give us a cactus, and Alicia and I would somehow kill it. It's, it just happens. <laughs> it, it's crazy. I think uh, you actually said Alicia would kill it. Let's not lie. I think I did. I okay. Well, she would. <laughs> That's a fact. Uh, somebody said uh, I gave up roller derby. I had knee surgery and a hysterectomy. Oh. It just it just wasn't the same afterwards. Wow. That's a lot. That's interesting, huh? That's cool. Yeah. I mean, uh, not that you right. had to give it up, but cool that you were doing it. Yeah, roller derby. Can you th- have that in your history books? That's kind of cool. Yeah. That's cool. Somebody else said, trying to please everybody else, dot, dot, dot. No more. I am happy. There you go. That's kind of clapping. Good for you. Yeah. Can't please Uh, everybody. You just kill yourself trying. Somebody gave up writing. Not enough hours in the day for a lot of extras. And most of the time, when I do get a moment to relax, it's usually spent doing stuff with my kids. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Going to the casino. Just can't do it anymore. Somebody said eating sugar. Somebody else said, uh, I gave up playing the piano, took lessons for nine years growing up, got married, didn't have money for my own piano. My second husband has heard me talking about a piano for the past 20 years. He surprised Hmm. me with a Yamaha digital piano for my birthday this year. It's the best gift ever. I tried to practice every day with the stay at home. Uh, I've gotten a lot of practice in. There you go. That's awesome. uh, Smoking, a lot of smoking today. A lot of quitting smoking. And good for you. you. And drinking. Yeah, respect. Yep, mm-hmm. smoking, drinking. Yep, good for you. I'm going to go to the final three, okay? Just based on All right, time. text question of the day. Right. Something that you gave up doing and why? Number three. Uh, guys, I've uh, given up playing the violin. Oh, no. I played ages three to 22. I only enjoyed it when I joined an orchestra at the age of 14 to age 22, by the way. It was my mother's dream for me, not mine. I also gave up trying to make her happy. Some people are just never happy. I focus on my own happiness instead. 
She's such a stupid hoe. <laughs> Fish added I that added last part in. I added the last part. I did add the last part. Yeah. <laughs> can totally like, tell. I, yeah, you can totally yeah. tell when you added it in. I have, hope. Yeah. I have It hope. doesn't even make sense. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so I, yeah. I, she's I not the, the gardening she, tool. <laughs> she's a stupid hoe. I added. The rest was legit. Okay. 100%. Something you gave up doing and why? Uh, a lot of people giving up trying to buy baseball cards. That was number three, mind you, uh, for the top five-ish. Again, the, like baseball cards and uh, smoking, a couple inappropriate things that we'll post on the website. Uh, with number a funny two. Joke. Yeah, but number two, number I two. gave up the desire that I had in junior high to be popular. People would have been too much attention for me anyhow. Since then, the friends I had wished for have found me. Aw, that's sweet. That's awesome. Yeah, I like that one a lot, Absolutely. actually. Absolutely. Yep. And number one, uh, guys, I gave up on watching the news three months ago because oh. all the negativity on the news Good gave me anxiety. Yep. I have been much happier. And in the age of the Internet, Connie and Fish, plus, of course, your show, I can find anything I want or need to know at any time. Yeah, I did true. add our show to that. I added our show because we <laughs> no are kidding. your news really? source. We went to Connie and Fish. Yeah, right. <laughs> your news source. You're yeah, welcome. Yeah, right. If you want to know oh. real hard-hitting news, you come here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Connie yeah. and Fish. Yeah, we right. Get it done. Give me a break. Pound town, dog. Boom. Can we have a quick uh, little conversation about the text question of the day? Yeah. All right. So we got uh, the text question of the day today was, uh, what is something you gave up doing and why? Right? Right. Mm-hmm. We make you anonymous. Definitely going to make this person anonymous. They said uh, balloon animals they gave up doing, which is our code for, you know, the hibbity-jibbity, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and they said... I don't uh, know why we couldn't just say hibbity-jibbity, but whatever. Yeah, all right. We, we got to come up with something weird, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so they went on to say, uh, wife doesn't want to, apparently only wanted to for having kids. After that, no more. None. Capuch. I'm adding the rest. Oh, Gonzo. Boy. No balloon animals. How can you have a relationship like that and, and have it be successful if you're so on different sides of the spectrum? Because it doesn't say the wife can't physically or whatever reason, right? She, right. wife. Again, it says balloon animals. Wife doesn't want to. Apparently only wanted to for having kids. After that, no more. Yeah, I have a lot of questions. Yeah, I do too. But we're not going to get answers to. Hopefully, um, we get them. But like, as a woman, I can tell you this: the older you get, things change, like yeah, menopause and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Things change. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I don't have one hormone in my whole body. My body's empty of hormones, <laughs> you know. And I have, a, I have a friend who's pregnant. She's like, I have three hundred thousand hormones. I'm like, I have zero. It's like and Steve it, bragging about having kids. I have 300,000 <laughs> hormones. Shut up. <laughs> you and all your hormones. But I will say that it I mean, things change. And so maybe where something used to be really easy and you could just do it and that'd be the end of that, it it changes and you got to take more time. Yeah. The older, the older she gets. Now, I, I can't speak for men because I'm not one, but I can speak for older women because I am one. And you, you, it's just not as easy as it once was for some Pers- people. Maybe she's, maybe you're not getting it done. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm just, being, no, I'm not saying that <laughs> no, in, a, right. in a bad way, but maybe it's just not exciting to her. Maybe. I, I mean, there's so many, there's so many things that it could be. She could I be would love 
to get this dude on the phone anonymously. I, I'm not sure if you're able to, bro. We just got this text like 10 minutes ago, so I'm yeah. assuming you're there still. I would, yeah. would love to know more about this story and to let sure the members of the Click of Six help you out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because it could be so many different things. Yeah. It's just, and, you know, it's hard to say. I, I mean, I had a friend once who, in her relationship, in her marriage, they had defined roles. And he was not sticking to his part of the defined roles. So oh. she was annoyed and resentful and she withheld balloon animals to the, for years. And oh. he ended up cheating on her. So she was mad because he wasn't doing what he said and agreed that he was going to do. And then she got mad. So she stopped doing the other thing that he liked to do. And he ended up cheating on her. And now they are divorced. Oh, you know? Man. I mean, it, it, there could be so many things. Who knows? And I know there's a lot of things you can do before cheating, Connie, obviously. But when you told that story just then, I was kind of like, well, I mean, she did remove well, that element and he went and, and looked for it elsewhere. Now, obviously, he should have said, hey, like to this guy, I would say, why don't you say to your wife, actually, you know what? I have a brilliant idea. I want to tell you about it in just a second. I think I figured out the answer. <laughs> okay. How did I and know gonna you were going to tell right? you about it? OK, next. after the break. Right. Um. A gentleman texted in and said he gave up balloon animals, not by choice. His wife has given them up. And it doesn't sound like he knows exactly why, which that's what he needs to do. Oh, wait, hold on. Fish, what were you going to suggest that he do? Well, I, 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 my yeah. idea is coming Ask here. Her. But yeah, yeah. Again, my idea is coming. But in the spirit of part of our off-air, off-air conversation and to share my mm -hmm. idea, I have some music queued. Are you ready? Yeah, absolutely. Smell what the rock is cooking. All right. Mm -hmm. So he, here's what I would do if I were you. All right. So sit down with this wife of yours that's not providing the balloon animals. And, and I would say uh, what Connie said, because you got to play to it a little bit anyway and say, what is it about us or me? that's making you not want balloon animals? Is there something going on with your body? Is it a change in your body? Is it just you don't like it? Cause you, yeah, cause don't he, set I, it up that way. That's bad advice, Fish, because it might I'm not have anything to do with him. I'm assuming, that. yeah, Maybe I'm everything assuming, with her. though. Yeah, because he said, like, she just wanted me for kids, and that was it, right? So I'm assuming she's just not into the intimacy, right? So you say to her, I love you. You're my best friend. You're a great mom. I'm a great dad. We're a great team. We can do one of two things here. Thing number one is balloon animals. We'll set up some kind of a schedule. If you need a little bit of more romance, I'll oh make sure there's gosh. some more romance for you. Number two. Boo. The scheduled romance. Boo yeah. on this number two, idea. <laughs> number two. Here's the deal. Understand I may be able, I may have to outsource my balloon animal oh intake. my gosh you are the worst at this this is the best idea you think this is a bad idea i'm telling you right now people are gonna uh, start texting in like there's no tomorrow that no. this is brilliant if no. i can't get the materials i need within our situation i will outsource it but i would the still like to stay I married need. yeah you know what i'm saying the balloon animals you know, whoopity, no whoopity. that is the worst uh, advice um almost ever maybe not ever but it's not good oh my, it's, it's not good advice. advice just sit her down and say to her, baby, I love you. I, I want love you too. our oh. love life and I want balloon animals to be part of our relationship. 
And I want you to tell me what I can do or if there's anything I can do or how you're feeling about that. Because so, if you, because I would love for, I mean, I want you to want it too and, and ask her what's going on. Are you okay? Is everything okay? Are you just, you know, and, and you can say like, it's hurting me because you're, you never want to do this with me. You know, I feel like I was a baby making machine. Be honest yeah. with her, but yeah, don't say Listen. what's wrong with you. Let's schedule a time. Yeah, well, I mean, I'll tell you this. You got to find out Here, what's you. You got to. It's all about the way you put he's it texted. Years. He's texted Con, and he. Oh, said, he did. Okay. I, I heard you guys. I, I'm I'm currently at work. I'm not able to call. I'm headed into some meetings. FYI, though, it's been discussed a bunch. Okay. So maybe he has said. You know, I want you to want me or whatever. I, I thought you were about to pick into a song. <laughs> That's a great you know. Peter Frampton song. <laughs> I want yeah. you to want me. I knew you'd do that. <laughs> I need you. Who to sings that? Me. I beg I Connie. No, you no, no not that drink. Yeah, Connie not does. That Who does actually really <laughs> sing that song? Connie. <laughs> No, other Connie than you. Does. No, I'm not Connie. playing this game. I invented Connie. that game, Fish. I'm not yeah, falling for no. stupidity. Connie, no, but <laughs> Connie and the Who's. Yeah. Connie and the Who. Yeah, like for real. Connie and the Who. Connie and the Who. Hi ho, the Dario. It's Connie and the Who's. Damn it. I'm looking for it myself. It is cheap. It's Peter trick. Frampton. Okay. Oh, no, it's Cheap Trick. It's okay. Cheap Trick. I thought it was Sorry. Cheap Trick. Okay. No, you're right. It's Cheap Trick. Yeah, so uh, here's some text, <laughs> by the way. I just got back from my break. I turned on my radio, and there's a. Uh, this deep voice person singing is that Dr. Ruth? Oh no, oh, never mind. Oh, oh, oh. That was Carol from her. Uh, sorry, fish, but you're bougie. Somebody else said. Okay, look, <laughs> my advice is brilliant. I okay, we're say, talking look. about a guy who said his wife doesn't want the loving anymore, and yeah. So sadly, he said that's what he ended up. That's what he's given up because that was our text question of the day. Yeah. And she doesn't want it. So he. So he said it's been discussed. I wonder how it's been discussed because if it was discussed the way fish advised that it be discussed, yeah. uh, he's never getting it again from me. If it's been discussed the way I suggested it be discussed, then you definitely would. We just have to work a few things out. What we need right now are some good tips from the sweet, sweet click of six for our brother in pain is not <clears throat> receiving balloon animals. Fish wisely suggested outsourcing. Connie Gosh. said, no. Outsourcing. And then, gosh, just outsource uh, your balloon animals. You'll be fine. <laughs> and explain it to her. Draw her a diaphragm of what how it will work, and it would be wonderful. She won't be bothered by you. Maybe she needs more cuddles, though, right? Just know this, Connie. Men are have feelings too, and are, well, he feels like a piece of meat. This poor man. Well, he needs to tell her that, but. As with anything, I don't care if it's with your spouse, if it's with your best friend, if it's with a parent or a family member, if it's with a coworker or a boss, it's all the way you present the discussion. If you present it like a boosh, it's going to go in a bushy direction. Fine. If I you present I... it, if you present it um, with sincerity, it's going to go a little differently. And honestly, I've, I've found a good compromise. How about this? Now here comes something you that look at her. We're gonna do. Okay. Here you, wow. Okay. Listen, motivational speaker. <laughs> Fish, you give <laughs> the worst advice. Do. Sorry, you, but you do. You you look at her and you say, mm -hmm. "Listen, I feel like you look at me like a bird looks at its owner." 
its owner. Yeah, that okay. the only reason I'm here is to be the carrier of the seed. I feel oh, like I have gosh. just provided you with children. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> and I'm not just your bird oh. seed provider. You need, sometimes the bird needs to not just care about seed. Okay, the bird analogy may not have worked the way I planned in my head. So spread your wings and fly into my arms, sweet, sweet honey. Uh, by the way, uh, Doug texted in, and Steve, if you could see the text program, you should read that real quick out loud with your mouth. Oh, then, with my mouth. Why can't you read it, Fish? Well, I just want to prove that it's real because you're going to say it's fake. I know. I guess I'm a boosh because I'm Team Fish. Boom! <laughs> you are. At least I mean, he we admitted he that. was a boosh. We already knew that. So that's he not like not a big a surprising thing. Yes, You're brilliant, is. bro. You're brilliant. We just we, we see this. It's Have here. you ever heard the phrase that you catch more bees with honey? Well, he's tried the honey, honey. Now he's got a bee. Well, if you tried everything and it's never going to happen again, then you, then it, you need to make a decision at that point. And to go with Connie's analogy with the bees and honey, you need to explain to her your stinger problem and what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> and that, y'all, your bee uh, stinger needs This is important stuff, though. I mean, marriages I break up over stuff like this. So this is important stuff. You got to get it figured out. Yeah. And Danielle, yep. Doug and I are not bushy. So shove it. Both of you are. And I, Doug knows I love him. But he's a boosh. Oh, okay. No, he's a genius. You are a, den- a genius. So take that <laughs> hamburger, my friend. All right. You know, I know we were going to move on from this, uh, the text that we uh, read, the, the guy that uh, really has uh, been lacking in the balloon animals in his marriage. But mm-hmm. there were a couple of interesting points I wanted to make based on, I, I had this idea of, you know, maybe, maybe you need to outsource and explain it to her before you do it, which was a, a genius. Connie had said uh, it wasn't so genius. His wife doesn't want to. Apparently, one wanted. Uh, she only wanted me for having kids. He said, but a brother in pain did text in Connie and say she could be going through some sort of depression, uh, and he's going through the same situation. After mm-hmm. having uh, kids, wife wanted nothing to do with me. After doing some research on depression, I'm pretty sure that's what your your girl's going through, bro. But she won't. Uh, uh, she won't go talk to a professional. His wife won't because she thinks they are uh, going to put her on some sort of medication. And yes, Fish, you have the worst advice ever on this situation. Whatever. He's wrong there. But I think that's a good point to read. But it's fascinating, Connie, because he said that. But then a woman messaged in, and uh, and the end of her message actually kind of hurt her source, too. But she said via the app, free download, Mm -hmm. she said, sounds like this lady doesn't care about her husband, and he shouldn't feel guilty for leaving if they can't work it out. Intimacy is very important in a relationship. And then she said... Steve's future wife, which hurt her cause a little bit as well, <laughs> but she clearly has a, a, a you know, a she got a little Steve crush, crush on the Steve. Oh, I like it. Yeah, thank you. Oh, oh man, I like it. What, what? was that? I like it. <laughs> I like a little Steve See, crush. Everyone likes a little Steve crush. The thing is, it it very well. And again, uh, dude, dude texted us and said that his wife um, doesn't want to be intimate anymore. Yeah. And it very well, it, it may not having anything. Somebody said she doesn't want to. It might not have anything to do with not wanting to and everything to do with not being able to. And again, let me revert to the older you get, things change. True. And which is why they have menopause doctors now. They got doctors that are just, I go to one. They have doctors that are just, that's all they do. 
is deal with menopause because you change so much when you're going through, when you get to a certain age or when you're going through it. Some people go through it early. I did. I went through it. It started when I was 40, you know, and some people don't start until they're mid fifties. Some may never even see it. God bless them. Cause yeah, they're the lucky winners, right? Based on what I've heard. So Connie, and also it could be a million zillion things. And um, I, I would suggest she really go talk to somebody. They got both, well, both guys who, who weighed in, the, the original one and this most recent one. And the flip is, based on her shooting, I mean, think about it. She shot a human or it slid out of her, however it came out of her, out of her body. So that, that does, I'm assuming, change things also, by the way. Uh, yeah. somebody, somebody texted in and said, you know, it could be. She's getting balloon animals from somebody else. That's what happened with my now ex-wife. I, that could be it, too. I mean, that's true. So there's so many things that it could be. You just don't know. You maybe don't know. you're, uh, maybe you just don't have the heat. Maybe you need to take a class in balloon animals or something. If they offer that, I don't know. Talk yeah. to some buddies, ask for some tips. That's not awkward. <laughs> it sucks <laughs> that, that people don't want to go, you know, two things that suck to me in the world. Well, there's a lot of things that suck in the world, but as far as like m- any medical sort of thing or your body is yeah. concerned, um, People don't love going to doctors and I get it. You know, you go to a doctor, chances are you're going to one and you're never getting great news. If you're going to one, it's because something hurts or something's not right. And you're probably not getting the best news ever. Mm -hmm. I get it. But it's better than sticking your head in the sand and just like, oh, who's, I don't know what's going to happen. And the thing is, um, your brain is part of your body. And if you are having problems that are stemming from your brain, then you need to go see somebody and talk to somebody and, and start with your, your general practitioner and say, I don't know what the heck is going on. And they can help lead you down that path. And also sexuality is a huge thing in life. Yeah. It's a huge thing. Especially if you're in a relationship, right? Well, so, I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't agree. I more. don't know. It, people don't want to go and talk about that. Um, but so, sh- it's all part of you. So you should, there's no, you there shouldn't be down. any stigma about any of it. Well, maybe you sit down with her and, and I'm being serious. Maybe you sit down with her and you just say, hey, look, uh, we, we, I, I think you need to see a doctor. I'll go with you. I think something might be off. Uh, is, and if, if that is, if nothing is off, what, I'm, what am I doing that's causing you to be off? And then if that, I'm just saying, you know, at, at the end, Connie, not right away. But at the end, if that doesn't work, say a gentleman by the name of Steve from Connie and fish suggested outsourcing <laughs> mm-hmm. and yes. that way I don't get in trouble. Let Steve get in trouble. And yeah, you know, you mm-hmm. Hey, you know, you know, what about your friend? Again, Barb? it's all about words and the way you say things. Everything yeah. in life is all about words and the way you say things. Well, don't and blame her. saying if you say to your wife, I think you need to go see a doctor um, that could make her get a little bit defensive. If you yeah, say something right. like, honey, I'm really worried about you. I, I would love for you to see a doctor because I want to be with you for the rest of my life. And I don't want anything to happen to you. I mean, it's all the way you put things and you just, mm, uh, how about you this? Things sometimes. How about like if it. he says it in a poem? What <laughs> no. if he said, what if he says it in a poem? No. You, you know, there seems to be no. a problem. I want it to go away. <laughs> how about we go to the doctor? Your homeboy needs a lay. Boom. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you're welcome. Hawaii and get one. Yeah, that's what oh, I meant. Hawaii. Oh, poor. Mm-hmm. You no. make statements like that, and I just think, poor, poor Alicia. 
Well, you mean blast, blast, <laughs> Alicia. No, no. You're welcome. Alicia. Hamburger. <laughs> I have a story about America for you. What does that have to do with the temperature and the weather? Well, Connie, Americans were recently <laughs> polled and... Uh, okay. They asked... I know Connie's answer for this is, is going to be... I, I know exactly what it'll be. Okay. After this intro to... America. This land is your land. This land is my land. All right, America. I love this song. (laughs) So Americans were polled, and uh, they said, how long will you torture yourselves before finally turning on the air conditioning? Right? Right. What do you think, Con? One night? Two nights? Three nights? No, I won't torture myself at all. No. Right, yeah. It's just not going to happen, right? No, okay. windows go open the minute the house gets to 75 degrees, air conditioning goes on because I have it set at 74 and Steve, windows get closed. How, how about you? Uh, I mean, as of right now, with Brittany being pregnant, it's oh, he's bragging AC again. every single night. Which All I right. Hate. So, so you don't have hot. it. Well, and right now, it's not really humid. Whoa. Whoa. Apple Music what? That's not me. <laughs> that was really weird. That My phone me. was just sitting next to me, and it, it just started talking. On. You need to subscribe what? to Apple Music because your wife is pregnant and needs to be happy. <laughs> what the weird. hell? That creepy. That was dummies. weird. Okay, Connie. According to the according to the poll, by the way, five sleepless nights. Americans will do it, but they'll say, no. you know what? It's yeah, it's too much. No, I am. What about am you? One night, one forgetful night. Forgot to turn it on. Boom. But fortunately, the people we bought the house from put a nest in. So I didn't even have to get up off my bed. Just turn on your phone, turn on the right. air conditioning. Yeah. I, I actually did do it for two nights of misery uh, when we were sleeping apart when I messed my back up. And I was mm-hmm. upstairs and it was super hot. It was Ugh. so hot. I definitely, you know what I said when it was so hot in that room? What? Yeah. It's getting hot in here. I said, it's getting hot. Yeah. <laughs> You're so Naked. I was naked I by myself in my bed. So hot. I'm gonna take my. What? Why'd you stop it? No, that's what. Uh, that's, yeah. that's. That's. I'm sorry. I was really enjoying the You're Connie so version. So predictable, fish. Connie you. and the Stevettes did a hell of a version just then. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> they were amazing. I love balls. that. We need to have a band. Connie, Connie and the Stevettes. <laughs> yeah, I'll do I that. I think you guys would be great. That's where Connie uh, sings and Steve makes computer graphics of four of them. And then he's in the background. Uh-huh. That would be keys. so fun. Best video ever right there. So, yeah. yeah. I, again, this is all I had, by the way. There they are. <laughs> Give it up for our girls, the Steve yes, everybody. Yes, <laughs> Billy Eilish makes 957952. Yeah. Thanks for the beatboxing and whatnot there, Fish. That You're was welcome, really Connie. nice behind the You're scenes. Welcome. He sings to Steve and I a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He does. Time to go, ho. Time to go, ho. <laughs> He also talks about weird things he did in college, too. But he does. Uh, <laughs> he does. Uh, Let me ask does. you a question. <laughs> Everything but love. Everything yeah. but love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. What, what question do you want to ask us? No, Fish. I was actually being sarcastic. I was just trying to say the word ass. So I, <laughs> I, I slid that in. <laughs> I was just... Okay. Okay. I, I jokingly ask you if you're a 15 year old boy, but you act like one. I know you, you really are, but what am I? 
I just wanted to say ass. <laughs> okay. Gets me laughing every time, though. <laughs> so sign me up for being another 15-year-old who's girl. The one with, who's, the one with the, who's the one with the girl laugh over there? <laughs> oh, it wasn't me, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah it's not going to me. No, no. <laughs> yeah. It definitely wasn't. Boo. I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. <gasps> okay. Well, everybody have a good day. Yeah. <laughs> it's time for us to go now. Much like Steve's mother said the first time she hooked up with his father, I, I got to get out of here before something happens. So let's call it a day. <laughs> okay. That nope, could have been way more funny. Yeah. I'm sorry. Bye. Struggling. Have a good day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Sorry. <laughs> okay. uh, have a good day at work. All right. All right. All right. All right. That could have been much funnier. Get down. Get out of your car. I wanna do. We out. Oh, oh. I don't wanna get up. Give it up. <laughs> <laughs>